Welcome back to the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast. I'm Brock, joined with Van. And uh, today, we have a few things to talk about. Um, first, I want to start off with, we're going to do a giveaway. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, Van doesn't know about this yet, because I haven't talked to him about it yet. But basically what it is, is we're going to give away one copy of The Last of Us 2. And we're going to go ahead and how we're going to select it is I want to do the whole like and share thing and then randomly pick, you know, a person who liked and shared our post to receive a hard copy of The Last of Us Part 2, regardless of how you feel about it, because uh, honestly, yeah, it's it's been getting a lot of mixed reviews most of which in the negative side, but that could also be, you know, review bombing. I really, I I don't know. So with that, I'm going to, yeah, one lucky person, like and share our uh, our post when, we, when this goes out. And uh, for your chance to win a free copy of The Last of Us 2. I mean, you can't say no to a free game, especially a AAA title. Regardless of how you feel about it, if you've seen the leaks, I mean, like, are you really, like, we're giving you a chance to just skip paying it out of your pocket. We're going to fucking send this shit to you. So, a couple things we got to cover this um, on this fine Saturday. Uh, one thing I actually do want to talk about real quick is um, I've been getting a lot of fucking mixed hate over... <laughs> the whole uh, review thing for, especially for the last of us. So one of the things that's been happening was that skill up, which is Ralph from Lamb gaming. In case those of you who don't know who skill up is, he did a review of the last of us part two. And it was, I mean, I had a feeling that he wasn't really going to like the game just off of the fact that he didn't really like the first one. Um, but he said he set that opinion aside for this one, and the way he does his reviews, I honestly think is fantastic because his reviews are they're unbiased. He goes into it more or less with an open mind. Okay. He'll play it, he'll break it down, and his review doesn't exactly sway you to not get it based off the fact that he doesn't like it. What his review will do is kind of it gears the viewer to try it for themselves. And the other thing that it does is that it gives you an idea if this game is something that you would be interested in or not. Gotcha. So it's not going to determine whether or not it's, you know, you're not going to go into it with an opinion already. So does he, like, give it a score? He doesn't exactly, he doesn't give it a score. It'd be more like he just I liked it, I didn't like it. Right. And he gives opinions on on it. Now, the review that he did was still under the embargo from Sony. So he couldn't even discuss anything about, you know, the second half. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he if I remember right, he couldn't even say whether or not he liked no, he, I take that back because he said he didn't like the second half. But Aside from whether or not he liked it, that was as far as he can go about talking about the second half of the game. How far have you gotten into it? 
<laughs> so, uh, talking th- your mic Thursday night, uh, about ten thirty. I have it preloaded and everything. I'm like, all right, I got a half hour before I can play it. Because eleven o'clock rolls around on Thursday. It's got like a little timer. It tells you when you're able to play. So I putzing around playing Need for Speed a little bit, waiting for it to be ready. <clears throat> and I finally get it going. And dude, I was so tired that day. I like got it set up. I played like a little like there was cinematics, there was like little bits where you interact with it. Like have you played it yet? You played it, right? No. No, not yet? I haven't okay. played any of it yet. Okay. So there's a little part where you like the most I've done is played guitar and rode a horse. And then I was so tired. I don't even know what time I fell asleep. But I fell asleep while playing. And then I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. And I'm on horseback still. And just stopped in the middle just, of the woods? Just, just stopped. I'm like, fuck. I should go to bed. That's, that's as far as you've gotten. Yeah, and I feel I feel like I missed something too. So you're gonna start over. I feel like I should start over. (laughs) Yeah, so you absolutely cannot have an opinion on this game. Nope, nothing. It looks. I mean, what I've seen looks amazing. Graphically. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, Mike was saying something that they uh, apparently the the game makes the PS4 really loud. I believe it. And. The way that it's been described is that the game's graphics are like top notch graphics, like and, the most the PS4 can handle. Yeah, like even and and we're talking about PS4 Pro, like it pushes the Pro to its absolute fucking limits. So my PlayStation uh-huh. is gonna fucking catch on fire probably. It's not a Pro. <laughs> well, next um, time I play it, because like Modern Warfare, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, I think there was another one that it made my PlayStation sound like it was gonna fucking blow up. And you have a pro. Mm-hmm. God damn it. So I feel like I I don't remember doing it when I played The Last of Us too, but I was asleep for most of it, so I have no fucking idea. Right. So here's our topics for the evening. Um, naturally, The Last of Us Two is getting review bombed like crazy. If you go on Metacritic right now and you look at Last of Us 2 critic reviews versus user reviews, it's sitting about three point something user review. Jesus Christ. And sitting at like a 95, 98 critic review. So it's, you looking into it right now, see what it is? I want to see this. I mean, The Last of Us uh, 2 is getting tens across the board, and there's been a lot of controversy behind the reviewing process for this game and the reviewing process in general. We'll get into that when we get to it. I mean, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed till November, and uh, there's also a couple new things that we can discuss about Cyberpunk that just came to light in the last couple of days. Um, a new Star Wars game was announced at the EA Play. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons. We're going to give our impressions off of what we saw. Madden 21 was also revealed at EA Play. And uh, we'll talk about that fucking garbage. 
<laughs> the PS5 two weeks ago. I know I take that back. Last week was it last week that it got revealed? Yeah, yeah. Last it was last, last Thursday, something like that. A, a little over a week ago, a PS5 was finally revealed. We finally get to see what it is. We fi- what, I mean, what it looks like. We finally get to see the games coming for it. Yada yada yada. And uh, we're gonna give our impressions on that. Stadia accidentally released a playable build of Ubisoft's God and Monsters. And it was playable for about a few hours. Yeah. A few hundred people got a hold of it and uh, not looking good. <laughs> uh, Jeff Cayley announced, Jeff Keeley, I should say. For those that don't know, Jeff Keeley was like the, um, like the, the lead guy for E3. And he had recently stepped down. And he announced, this was a little bit of an old news, um, but he announced this Summer Games Fest. And basically it's like a summer-long E3 event where every month is going to have like a new event, basically, throughout the summer. Okay. Uh, Another one, we're going to talk about Mixer not doing so hot and how Ninja possibly made a fucking mistake switching from Twitch to to, uh, Mixer. And the numbers are pretty staggering of how not good it did, especially during quarantine. You know, which is crazy because I'm sure Twitch's numbers. Oh, dude, we'll get into this because there's a lot of there's a lot of streaming services that aren't even as well known as Mixer that did significantly better. So we'll jump into that. Well, first topic we're going to talk about the Last of Us Two review bombing. So, going into The Last of Us 2, there was a lot of leaks. We talked about this on the last episode. And the leaks, I feel, have swayed a lot of people into not liking it off the bat. Based off of the the whole plot was shown, and people naturally looked into what the leaks were and went into the game not liking it, even though they never played it. Skill Up did his review mm-hmm. and faced a lot. It, well, he didn't face criticism, but people were using his review as an example to like a baseless. It was basically like people were using it as this base to show that reviewers, like journalists, mm-hmm. like IGN and all that stuff, are paid off by publishers to give good reviews. And the reason why they're saying this is because before the game launched, right. Last of Us 2 got 10s across the fucking board. Like, everyone gave it a 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. God of War didn't even get... Like, Last of Us 2 is currently sitting at a higher rating than God of War was. Hmm. And a lot of people... There's a lot... Actually, pretty much every content creator we follow... Yeah. Has all said the same thing. This game is not anywhere close to a ten out of ten. And would they say it's like an eight? Um, it was compared to season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. Uh what did the first one get? The first one I think the first one got game of the year, didn't it? Oh, I'm sure. Now the first one, one of the points that skill up talks about with uh the first game was 
gameplay wise, the game wasn't exactly that great. It was very, uh, I, I don't know, I don't remember the word he put into it, but to say, I, I guess to f- a fair way of saying it is, it's a little clunk. Like the gunplay is a little clunky. Hmm. Not as clunky as like Days Gone. Okay. But do you remember the gunplay for Last of Us Part One? Much. Yep. So it's been it, a while, but it I remember it being pretty hard to get used to. And this is coming from like a lot of FPS games and some of the third person shooter games I was playing, like Ghost Recon, um Splinter Cell, stuff yep. like that. Like going into The Last of Us, the <clears throat> the gunplay felt really It's stiff. It's probably because it's not the focus. No, it's not. The narrative is the focus. Yeah. Which And the thing is like I would say Uncharted the game the gunplay is like better but it's still not what you're used to I agree with that um, that was the one thing that I feel like Uncharted's multiplayer wasn't as successful as because Uncharted has always been like a narrative game mm-hmm. two things that set Uncharted above most games was the narrative mm-hmm. and the puzzles. Yeah. Like the game puzzles, like the, the environmental puzzles. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were very complex, um, but they were also very engaging. There's a lot, there was a lot of times that during those environmental puzzles, my hands were sweating <laughs> because like just seeing Nathan Drake on the side of a cliff when it's all covered in snow and shit's falling down on him and stuff, and he's trying to avoid debris and everything like that. It's just they're intense environmental yeah. puzzles. Right. Um, the Last of Us Part One's environmental puzzles. They were, they weren't bad, but they weren't great. A lot of them, they, it was just a lot of pushing dumpsters, finding ladders, and stuff like that. Pretty much, yeah. But the thing was that made them not so monotonous was the fact that. You basically had to figure figure your way out of where you were at. Right. So it was one of those things where it's like, how the fuck do I get out of here? And then you're like, oh, yeah, I can push that dumpster here. Or, yeah, I can move this ladder from here to here and shit like that. I mean, one of the, other, one of the things that they talked about, that Skill Up talked about, was that the environmental puzzles, there's not that very many of them in this. Mm-hmm. And okay. he was saying that, you know, it feels like the game... Uh, like you just you get into an area of a level, and you get out of it. That's pretty much it. The whole game. Yeah. So, but at the same time, we haven't played it, nope. so we can't really give an opinion on any of this. I'm pretty sure we'll di- we'll jump into this game and we'll be like, dude, this game is fucking incredible. The biggest thing, I'm honestly not even too worried about clunky gameplay and the environmental puzzles as much as I am about the narrative, because. A lot of the reviewers that are not journalist reviewers, I'm talking about like normal YouTubers that are doing the reviews, mm-hmm. are saying the same thing that the story is really bad. Like the writing for the story is pretty fucking bad. Like it was, om- it was not like the, just the writing in general for this game was just like, what? Not up to par with the first one. Yeah. Nothing. It's like. I can't really get into it because this is another person's opinion. So 
And the controversy behind all of this was they were using Skillup's review, mm. trying to say that, you know, journalists are paid off right. to give good reviews to the games. Uh. I popped up with my theory, my opinion, was I don't believe reviewers are paid off, mm. but I do believe that there are a number of reviewers out there that don't give a full true opinion of a game out of fear of the publisher like backlash publisher backlash getting blacklisted another thing I, because here's the thing that sucks about twitter twitter only gives you so many characters to put something mm-hmm. and i wanted to say so much more before everyone jumped my ass to tell me how fucking retarded i am <laughs> Because I said I like I feel like they don't give a full opinion because they're afraid of, you know, a publisher blacklisting them, not giving them review copies and just blacklisting them out of any kind of content. So one of the things that uh, reviewers really need to like really bank on is early access to stuff, right? Before everybody else to get their news out there or their reviews out there before everybody else. Or at the same time as everybody else. Because these journalists, their reviews are more or less very important. Hey. They kind of set a base for, you know, whether or not maybe buy the game, maybe not. Maybe see it for yourself. Well, and people want to buy it as soon as possible. So the sooner you get your opinion out there. Right. Um, So... People are saying this is a baseless opinion, you know, that doesn't make sense because if that were the case, they then, um, you know, people were saying that if that were the case, then, you know, these these reviewers gave Days Gone a really bad review Mm. and they still got a review copy of The Last of Us. Now, I tried to clarify the saying that I don't think every publisher is guilty of this. Right. Like Sony is not guilty of this. Right. Naughty Dog's not guilty of this. Like in, in game developers too. So like Santa Monica, CD Projekt Red, Naughty Dog, all these publishers that make great games care right. about your opinion. Right. And they're if you give like a if you give a game a really shit review, they want to know why. But other publishers are very well known for blacklisting reviewers for shit. EA, Activision, Bethesda, um, 2K. Those guys will fucking blacklist you. And there was um, this this girl that you see her on Inside Gaming. Uh, her name is Alana Pierce. She's a, she's that blonde Australian chick. Yeah. She worked at IGN. Mm. She gave a little bit of an inside you know, discussion of that and said, and there were some things that like, I do agree with her about a lot, but there's also things that I don't agree with her with. She was saying that reviewers are, are not afraid of the publisher. They're afraid of the public opinion. Mm. So to me, if that be the case, okay, if they're more afraid of the public opinion, then that can also sway their review to not be, you know, give their true opinion still. Right. So, like I said before, Twitter doesn't really give you that option to... They, they, they limit you so much on how much you can say. And 
like I'll give you an example. GG Man Lives. When Anthem first dropped, he shit on that game so bad. EA basically forced him to change his review. Right. And then he even mentioned it. He's like, well, I've been blacklisted from EA and forced to take down my review and redo it. And Skill Up even there was even a whole article about this because Skill Up even fucking jumped in and it was like, you know, hey, Bioware, EA, what do you have to say about this? All right. I think there's a little bit more behind it than that, but nonetheless, it does happen. And it's more known to happen to YouTube content creators than anything. Journalist reviewers. So I, I want to retract my statement that I made on Twitter a little bit. Games journalism, when it comes to their reviews, perhaps maybe not all of them will face this, especially lately. I've noticed that when we first started this podcast, when mm-hmm. we gave it its name, right. getting blacklisted was a very huge topic. Right. It was happening a lot. In the last year, it hasn't. Right. It's kind of died down. Because everyone's been seeing it happening. So now that it's not happening anymore in the last year, people automatically assume that the fact that it even happened is bullshit. Just because it hasn't happened recently. Right. So, Ralph from Skill Up and Layman Gaming, when they put out their video talking about this whole thing, um, he even said that publishers blacklisting them didn't really have so much to do with the reviews as much as it had to do with them completely shitting on the publisher and making memes out of them, Mm. which does make sense. But at the same time, like you got to think Jim Sterling, angry Joe young. Yeah. Those guys shit on a game and they get blacklisted because of their review. Anyway, is it more to than just the review? Probably, but that doesn't, you know, that's, that's not the point. Point is it's like they gave their opinion on the game. That publisher didn't like that opinion of the game. And immediately just cut them off from any kind of early access content or early access to any of the content. Right. So to say that this doesn't happen, that's fucking retarded. So I want to tell all you fucking keyboard fuckheads out there that think that, you know, like, oof, you, you destroyed them and shit like that. No, asshole. I didn't get destroyed. The point even still stands. Someone commented underneath me that skill up even said, I agree with this 100%. Talking about, there's definitely a some kind of disconnect between the publishers and the reviewers when it comes to the fact that reviewers do get fired sometimes for their bad review, right? And they do get blacklisted. Like reviewers aren't being trusted because of things like this happening. And he even agreed with it. But all of a sudden, my fucking take on that. I'm completely stupid, and, dude, like, I stopped paying attention to it. At first I was, but I didn't realize that it was going to get so much. Right. Like, and there are people that do agree with it, Mm -hmm. but there are also more people that don't. And that's fine. You you don't have to agree with me at all. It's my opinion. Everyone's got one, and mine is most likely different than yours. Yeah. So. That's why I don't go on Twitter, really. That's what it's like. I take that. I take that burden on. Okay. (laughs) You don't have to fuck. I mean, when you were telling me about, about 
Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz, I, I like I looked at it to see what the fuck people are saying. And I was like, Jesus. Fuck. Yeah, well, he was talking about how like chicks would <laughs> at the comedy store wherever he was at would fucking suck his dick for coke or suck his dick for stage time. But the funny thing was, is like he had no control of stage time. No. No, he was just another comedian on like, like performing. Yeah. And anybody that knows Joey Diaz or pays any attention to this stuff, like his, he's got stories from his past life, and he even jokes about it. He's like, if people, he's like, I'm the poster child of getting canceled or getting me tooed, because <laughs> <laughs> all the shit that he used to do back in the day. All oh, right, and he admits to it. He's very transparent about it. And cancel culture is a thing. That's another thing. I don't think it would take us doing something horrible to get fucking canceled, quote unquote canceled. Right. Like, you, what, what, what is, can, what are you going to do? How, what, how are you going to cancel somebody? Like, what are you going to say? Like, this person did this. Don't listen well, to their stuff. Well, that's the thing. You can't cancel Joe Rogan. You can't do it. People have tried so many times. Uh, from what I was reading, like four times, at least four times a year. They try to. Something happens where, yeah, they try to. You can't, he, it's not like it's a company where, or like a, let's say like a news station. Where he can lose his job over it? Yeah. He is the company. He is the brand. He even said, like, other than his stand-up and his podcast, the other thing he does is UFC commentary. Right. And the UFC's, Dana White's not going to fire him from commentary. And he doesn't even do commentary all the time because he just doesn't want to most of the time. He doesn't. Basically, he, he does it when he feels like it. He does it when he feels like it. And he doesn't if it's a fight that he really feels like is worth commenta- commentating. If he never commentated for the UFC again, he would not care. No. So, but anyway, back on the topic. This whole Last of Us controversy, it's like, I knew this game would stir up shit. And that's the thing. Like, the, the leaks... Like, I, I haven't seen what the leaks are. I don't know how, to what extent the leaks, like, spoil the game. As far as I know, it's just taken out of context. There's another thing that somebody pointed out Ugh. that I won't say what because, I mean, I looked into it. <laughs> um, there is a thing that Naughty Dog kind of showed for the trailer. Yeah. That actually is not what it is in the game. Okay. What it comes down to is that they made a character look like they were going to play a role in a game. Mm. And that character is actually has no role in that game. Hmm. At all. In fact, they even altered that character's image. To make it seem like that character had a bigger role in the game than they did. And come to find out, everything you see in that character isn't actually part of that story. Just misdirection. It's a huge misdirection. So, um, All right. I, depending on what time we wrap up, maybe I'll play it a little bit. I'm thinking about trying to wrap up here in like the next hour and 15 minutes. I got to work tomorrow, too. And it's Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Daddy Day. Thanks. going to be busy as fuck tomorrow. Yeah, so. I am, too. I got a birthday party, and I got a fucking... <clears throat> I got my 
niece's birthday party and Father's Day all on the same day. And I'm just like, I haven't had a day to myself this week. And right. I just got put on a new job, mandatory overtime, mandatory Saturdays. And I'm just like, this got thrown on my lap Thursday morning. I was like looking forward to the weekend. I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay, I've got Sundays, all this shit going on. I'll take Friday night and Saturday to do whatever the fuck I want. And then that got a wrench thrown in immediately. (coughs) Fuck. So, by the way, you're going to be okay over there? I forgot how to swallow. I'll show you how to swallow. So, the first game, I looked it up. So, it's got a 95 critic score, and it's got a 9.1 user score. The first game? Mm hmm. Though, I mean, it says. The Last of Us Remastered. So I don't you know, know if it's different for... You know what I think? I think I think they review bombed it going into the second one. Yeah. Because the oh, thing... the of, second one, fucking 95 critic, 3.6 user, and it's like, how'd it go? It's all talking shit about social justice warrior <clears throat> agenda. It's like, so there's 4,300 positive... There's like 600 mixed, and then there's 13,000 negative reviews. I bet you they all say something stupid that doesn't. It's like, why is that even an issue to you? Well, here, let me read one. Um, Let's see. Awful story and characters. Too much of boring filler. Nice visuals, though. (laughs) I have actually heard that from a lot of reviewers. Disgusting garbage game. Uh, Naughty Dog and Sony bribe reviewer to give them perfect scores. Screw them. Awful. I don't agree with that. Awful. Such a massive disappointment in every single way. The characters, stories, and subplots, even the sex scene game. What? Gave me cancer. (laughs) What? Yeah, I heard that there was a really awkward sex scene in this game. Don't read it anymore. Someone's going to spoil it. Sad, probably. Um... So, yeah, I uh, like I said, we're gonna give, we're doing a giveaway. So like and share this this post when it goes out, and uh, you'll get yourself a chance. I don't even know how to fucking how that enters you into anything. Like I gotta look into how they do that. So, yeah, definitely. but yeah, basically what it is like, like and share. Um, we'll randomly pick somebody off of a generator like a, there's a random generator i gotta right. download but uh i doubt you even have to download it it's probably just a website you can go on probably yeah and enter, then enter the names in and have it just fucking pick one do, can you imagine well if there's like a couple hundred fucking names i'm not gonna do that mm, no and then yeah i'll mail it out to you wherever you are doesn't matter you can be in europe you can be in fucking australia you can be in canada you can be anywhere if you are a winner, like you get a free copy at my expense. So, um, with that, let's move on to the next topic. What's the next topic? <clears throat> Cyberpunk. So, this year has been the saddest fucking year ever. Yeah. And once again, the year of the delay has punched me in the balls. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again until November. It's been delayed by two months. Almost I might... Exactly. I might predict, I, I, I want to almost predict that mid-September, two months before it's supposed to launch, it's going to get delayed again. 
into what, 2020 or 2021. Yeah. Well, they did guarantee a 2020 release. Mm. Guarantee. Yeah, but so. Could... But the thing is, they I've noticed they've been delaying it by two months every time they announce a delay. You sure? Except for this last the the last one was like it was supposed to come out in April, and then they, they delayed it to September. And then now here it is two months to September, they delayed it to November. I think they're gonna delay it by about a month. It's gonna come out in the holidays. So, CD Projekt Red said, "Talking your mic, bitch." The, the official statement says it's done. Like, it's finished both content and gameplay-wise. They're just ironing out bugs. Yeah, which, I mean, the game is fucking massive, supposedly, and there's bound to be a shitload. What does it say here exactly in their here's, official here's statement? Mass- so let's put massive into a perspective here. Massive is in not the size of the map. The map is sizable. However, the size of the game isn't by, like length and width of the map right right, right. it's about content content in the map so you have a very populated city apparently from what i read it's big in the way of like verticality Mm. so like all these you can almost go in every single room in every single building jesus christ so it's not a huge map like red dead redemption 2 right huge map huge yeah but it's not in scale of that, it's more in scale of like everything is compressed, and there's a lot inside of that big, like big-ish space. So it's big upwards, not outwards. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, I get it. Um, and it's the side quests and oh yeah, things you can do. Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game. I when I even told my buddies like on that I play Modern Warfare with, I'm like when that game launches. Don't expect me to play with you on this for a long time. Right. I even I had this idea. I think I even said it in the last episode that I'm gonna make like a Terminator like character. Oh, I and just fucking run around like Arnold Schwarzenegger and stream <laughs> it like that. But um, one of the cool things that I like about CD Projekt Red is that the PS4 and Xbox One versions of this game will be backwards compatible to the PS5 and Xbox Series X. So they announced a few months back that if you bought the game for Xbox One, right. you get it for free for Xbox One's or Xbox Series X. But PlayStation 5 or Sony never actually they never confirmed if like the PlayStation will have the same like thing. Like a free upgrade. This is basically that. So yeah. I want to say them doing it this way is their way. Because I want, I, this is me just theorizing here. I think Sony told them no. Mm. Like, no, they're going to have to buy it again if you right. want on our platform. So, so them being them, we're probably like, okay, cool. So we'll make this version backwards compatible for the new system. So you don't have to buy it again on PlayStation. Well, and Sony did say that, like, the top 100 games, like top 100 PS4 games at launch will be backwards compatible. Right. So I would assume... Cyberpunk would, would be in there. Would be one of them. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention about The Last of Us? I hate to go back to an old topic. But, um... Wow, I forgot. 
Hang on. It'll come back to me. Will it, though? Shit. We were literally, it popped right in my mind. I was like, oh, I forgot to talk about that part. We were talking about backwards compatibility, PS5, Xbox Series X. Um, dude, what the fuck? What was I? Oh, shit. It'll come back to me in a second. Not we'll we'll keep talking about this, but it'll come back to me. Maybe we'll jog your memory. <clears throat> um, you know, I before I bought The Last of Us Two, I was thinking like they're they're gonna because the the last the first one was like one of the last games to come out for the PS3, and then they came out with the re, the remastered version. On PS4. And I thought about it. I was like, do I fucking buy it? Or wait for the remaster? Yeah. Because I'm getting a PS5. Yeah. I but how long would I too. fucking wait? <clears throat> I don't know how, when exactly. Probably not at launch. No. Like, again. I but, mean, I almost did, but the only reason why I couldn't was because there wasn't any. Right. Where I was at. Shit, it keeps like coming at the, like the tip of my brain to like <laughs> what I wanted to say about The Last of Us Two. It had something to do with Sony. It had something to do with the game. Yeah, I think it had something to do with PS Five. <clears throat> but I don't remember what it was. Fuck it. Um, it might pop up later, like towards the end. Yeah, and then I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that thing." So, yeah, so. CD Projekt Red, those dudes. Are you listening for your child? Yeah. Am I right under her? We are. She's not going to hear us. Oh, because she has the static machine in her room? Yeah. I couldn't even hear you. Like when you're doing your mic check, I I could barely hear you. For real? Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Your wall looks like it has cum all over it. Cum stains everywhere. All the little from all the holes you filled, patches. Yeah, we'll paint it someday. Hey, do you think Sabrina would be mad if you did coke? <laughs> if I did coke? Yeah, right now. <clears throat> uh, I feel like she'd be disappointed. I mean, would she know? Would she? Uh, would she be able to tell? I, I'd probably be a different fucking person. So I shouldn't have brought it. <laughs> you'd be a little keyed up. You'd be like, "Wow, man, I'm a fucking." You'd be like, you probably, you seem like a person who like does the jaw jacking, like with your mouth and shit, like your fucking jaw moves around. Probably. See, that's a telltale sign that someone's on coke. So if you ever go to a bar, yeah, like, and you see someone like their jaws all jacking around and shit, they're they're on cocaine. That makes sense. It does. Um but yeah, uh, I'm really excited for this game if it decides to ever come out. Uh, yeah. I'm almost tempted to wait on that one for sure. I'm not waiting on that one. Well, I mean, think about it. It's been delayed to November 19th, which is, I'm going to guess, is going to be pretty fucking close to when the PS5 launches. Okay. <clears throat> what's your point? You're not getting the PS5 I'm off not getting, of that anyway. I'm not getting it at launch. But probably not that long after. So, might as well just wait <laughs> and get it with the PS5. Yeah, okay. 
Because, I mean, I would get a free upgrade anyway. I'm probably going to, like, sell my PS4 in order to get it. Yeah. Another thing about Cyberpunk, um, they're going to be doing, like, a full gameplay reveal soon. Ooh. So they're going to be showing, they're going to be diving into it pretty deep, showing what it has to offer, doing some gameplay stuff. You know, like you can change your deck. <laughs> and they're going to show that to, I, to, I want to say to fill the void of, I think they were going to do it anyway. Probably. But I'm just, I'm glad they're finally going to do this because it, it's like, I'm, there hasn't been a game that I don't know much about that I haven't been excited for like this. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know anything about this game. And I really, I want it now. Like, that's just. You should, because, uh, you know, it, it is a tabletop game. Like, it's based off a of table, like Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, that's what it's based off of. Cyberpunk 2077 is a tabletop RPG. It's like D&D for real? Yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted to learn something about that whole universe you could probably like research that game maybe <laughs> D D is something i never got into i've never even tried it i don't even know what i would do i don't i don't know how it works i don't either i, feel, I, I feel know there's dumb. dice involved yeah and the most i know about it is from stranger things <laughs> and it just basically looks like Everyone's sitting around fucking pretending that things are actually happening when they're not. Mike's played Mike plays it with his or played it with his brother and they'd have like a D and D night like every every week or something. For real? Mm-hmm. I guess Mike will have to teach us how to do it. If he ever decides to stop getting AIDS. <laughs> For life. I haven't seen him since I picked up the PlayStation camera from him. Shit. <clears throat> I saw him at Andy's barbecue. Yeah, when he got sick. Yeah, which was about a month ago. No. Three weeks. Some shit like I don't fucking know. It's been a long time. So what Mila didn't get she got it. Like she for sure got it. I don't know. Cause he said she did. I don't know if she like got tested or just. Well, last I heard, when she got tested, she tested negative. Right. So, what did she go get tested again? Uh, I don't when know. She started feeling sick and got tested again. I have no clue. Because like when I brought it up and he's like, "Mila's got it," I'm like, "This is news to all of us." Yeah. <laughs> I just think Mike doesn't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <coughs> Kinda. So anyway, um, what's the next topic? Next one is Star Wars Squadron. Speaking of the PlayStation camera, this has nothing to do with the camera. VR. Oh, yeah. So EA, sometime, la- I think it was last week, it was leaked image on the store mm. for uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Yep. So Star Wars Squadrons is... Um, like a first person flight simulator. Flight, well, it's kind of like Ace Combat for Star Wars. Mm. It, that's kind of how I'm taking it, taking it in. Right. And it's a first person flight game 
where all the gameplay is you piloting a TIE fighter or whatever aircraft is in Star Wars. And the other thing about it, it's only 40 bucks. Yep. It's not a full price game at all. No, um, and I feel like the reason for that is I don't know if they're going to be adding more game modes, like multiplayer modes later or not, but there's two. Two modes, and then there's a the single player campaign. That's That's the game. Yeah, and the other odd thing is there's no microtransactions, no loot boxes. Nothing. Everything is earnable in game. If I remember correctly from the EA play, yeah. Um they mentioned um before you can play multiplayer, you have to play the story. Makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of I I actually watched the gameplay video for the first time today. What do you think of it? It looks pretty fucking dope. I think it does too. I do have an issue with the tie fighter. What about it? You can't see shit out of the window. No, it does suck. The like window. the way that the window is is like if you if anyone is a Star Wars fan, which anyone who listens to us probably is in some way. Even if you're not, you've seen a Tie Fighter, the big circular window in the front that has all yep. the little bars in front of it and shit. When you when I saw the gameplay of that, I was like, "Yo, I can see the Tie Fighter being an issue." Because you are relying, there's no crosshairs. Had you noticed that? There's no crosshairs in no, through your windshield. It's basically just center of your screen. Everything on your control panel is what you got to pay attention to. Yep. When you're in combat. Yep. Because your crosshair is on your targeting pod in your cockpit. Yep. But I was as I'm watching it, I'm trying to like figure out. I'm like, all right. Which part is the targeting pod? <laughs> because <laughs> there's like two screens. One yeah, let me see has like one. a roaming crosshair. And the other one is an image of whatever you're, ch- you're pursuing. Like a, let it be an X-Wing or a TIE fighter. And it shows you the orientation of that aircraft. Yeah, like, like that the image on the right there. Right. But that's not the targeting pod. The one up in the upper left is. That is? That's the, that's the targeting thing. That tells you where your crosshairs are when you shoot. That's a little odd. The other one just tells you the orientation of the aircraft you're pursuing because, you know, if you're locking onto that, like it'll tell you which direction they're going so you can pursue them, so you can tell when they're going to turn on you. I noticed that when the guy was playing as a TIE fighter and he was pursuing an X-Wing, wherever the X-Wing would change position, that's the position the X-Wing actually was in front of him. So if they're like turning image of the TIE fighter, I don't think that's that bad. It's not terrible, but it's like definitely not as good. as It's very crowded. Like your field of view is very small versus the X-Wing. It might be different if you like playing it in VR. And I feel like you're if you're not playing in VR, you're going to be able to use the sticks to like look around inside your seat. The fact that it's VR compatible to me is awesome. Right. I, the new Ace Combat is VR compatible. And I almost wanted to buy a VR for, in that game, just to play it. Because one of the things that I've always hated about Battlefield, I loved flying in Battlefield. Yep. But the one thing that I hated was that I had to toggle to look around, but it was only limited to my left and my right. I couldn't see if someone like was up. above me or like look to my left real quick and then fucking change my flight path based off of that. Like an actual pilot. 
What are you looking at? Uh, this little <clears throat> thing here. God, I wish I had like a monitor plugged in over there or something so I could show you. Yeah, in my game room I do. Okay, so this explains, at least in the TIE Fighter, what all the little components are. So you got your power management there, speed indicator, combat display, ship status indicator, laser charge, components, and sensors. So pretty much if you get an aircraft right in the middle of that. That combat uh, display? Yeah, like then shoot at it. Yeah, pretty much. See, to me, that shit looks cool as fuck. It really does. Yeah. Well, I mean, and what's really cool, I mean, it's not going to apply to us. For PC, it's flight stick compatible. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Not for console? Not that I know of. It might change later. I don't even know of like a like a joystick that is... Is it crossplay? That's going to that's that's gonna be bad because <laughs> PC players are going to get fucking flight controls and joysticks. With VR. With VR. And the, you think PC players have an advantage over you on first-person shooters? Wait till they get into a fucking flight game. Yeah. Flight simulators have been on PC games longer than they've ever been on console. Oh, oh, yeah. So Way longer. You're going to have these assholes that are all about flight simulators jump into this just to fuck you up in squadrons, and it's going to get old quick. For sure. Uh, let's see. God damn. I don't even know if a PlayStation... Does a PlayStation have a fucking... Here's, okay, here's my take on it. If a PlayStation can take a keyboard and mouse... This is more complicated, I feel. Why? I don't know. It's basically like having a keyboard with, with a fucking shape. Jun- with a big stick on the front of it. I suppose. Do you remember Steel Battalion for Xbox? Like the first Xbox? I It was like a Mech Warrior game. It sounds familiar. I know I dude, I first Xbox, I barely played <laughs> look anything up, Look ever. up Steel Battalion Xbox. And okay, so this game you could only play it. Is it fucking listening? That's weird. Was it the first thing that you... I typed steel. That's it. <laughs> and it says Steel Battalion Xbox? Yeah. Look at the controller for that thing. What the fuck? You couldn't play that game without that controller. Are you serious? Yeah. You had to buy it. And that controller was like 200 bucks. <clears throat> I mean, this used one's going for 300 on eBay. Yeah. They're expensive because they don't make them anymore, obviously. But that was the thing. Like, you literally had a fucking mech control three pedals yeah two joysticks like fucking lever that looks insane and all of those buttons work for a purpose jesus so when steel battalion 2 came out everyone was real real disappointed because the game sucked one the game sucked two it was very nerfed down for how technical it was like the most technical mech game you could ever play that's bananas and in, in order to play it you had to get that controller you couldn't play it without it. Well, yeah, the controller probably doesn't have enough fucking buttons. Yeah, because I remember when I went to, it was, you remember Game Crazy from Hollywood Video? Yeah. That's where I first saw it. Okay. So I went in there, and I'm like, what's that for? And they're like, Steel Battalion. I'm like, what game is that? Like, uh, it's this mech game, like kind of like Mech Warrior. And I was into mech shit for like when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, fuck. I want, I'm like, I want to play, I want that game. Like, well. 
you can't play that game without that controller. So it was like a full priced game that you had to spend an additional like $150, $200 on the controller just to use it. That's insane. So, I've never seen anything like that. Let's see. It's it was kind of cool, but also a little bit ridiculous. You would need a table in front of you in order to play with it. Makes sense. It's a it's huge. So there is a flight stick for PS4. There's a couple, few different ones. Dude, that'd be fucking dope. VR and flight stick. Oh man, that would even the playing field against them PC bastards. Everyone already calls me a dirty hybrid because I've been playing with a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> Let me tell you what, dude. I switched back to controller for a little bit because I was getting my ass kicked. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I'm now to the point where I can't play without a mouse and keyboard now. That's weird. Are you are you good enough yet to like hold your own with the mouse and keyboard or on regular you, multiplayer? Yes. Not a Warzone. Warzone, no. Warzone, I'm a little, I'm hit and miss. Some, some games, I'm really good. Like I've had a few like 13, 14 kill games, mm. but because of skill based matchmaking, here's how I think it works in Warzone. If you are in my party mm-hmm. and I do matchmaking, mm-hmm. it'll match us with PC players. Okay. But if I'm in your party, it won't. Interesting. Because I'm on mouse and keyboard. So because I'm on mouse and keyboard, it matches me with fucking PC players all the time, and I hate it. I could turn crossplay off, but I play with Xbox guys a lot. Right. So I can't turn it off, otherwise I won't play with them. So, but dude, squadrons. It looks. There's a lot of people that are actually saying it looks like trash. Now I will say graphically, it doesn't look nearly as good as Battlefront. No. But at the same time, it's like this is one of those cases where the graphics for me aren't everything. No. Now if there's like screen tearing and shit like that. Speaking of screen tearing, I've been playing the forest a little bit. Mm. There's a lot of screen tearing in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like the controls. They're fucking weird. I it won't let me play it with a mouse and keyboard. I have to play with a controller. It's hard. It's definitely it's, a game that you want to play with other people. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like playing with other people and playing by yourself is like two completely different things. Always will be. On everything. Because it's well, this in particular, I think I I haven't even played the single player. I played strictly just co op one time with Dino and it was I don't even think we it was more like a um like a peaceful mode. So it wasn't There's there's difficulties? Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. There was no cannibals. What? Yeah. Nothing. It was just us surviving. Dude, cannibals were on my ass when I jumped out of the plane. <laughs> And I was like, they don't die. I'm like hitting them with my axe over and over. And even when they're on the ground, I'm like chopping at their fucking head. Yeah. And like there's even one time I didn't finish him. I just let him lay on the ground. I'm like, oh, he's dead. No, he wasn't. He got right back up, killed me, 
drag me to that stupid cave that they live in. And I'm like, I can't get out of it because your lighter runs out of fluid. Yep. And I found that out in that cave <laughs> and said, you, and the other thing I, I didn't realize, I can't really give a good review on this yet because I've only played it for like an hour. Right. But I accidentally put the stewardess's clothes on. <laughs> So I'm literally running around <laughs> in, a in, a, in a flight attendant's <laughs> dress. Nice. And I didn't realize it until I was getting dragged to the cave. And I was like, am I in a dress? <laughs> and the cave, I'm like, I don't know how to get out of this. And the other thing is, like, if you kill them, you get their blood on you. It says, wash the blood off you to, not, to prevent from getting infected. Dude, I was under waterfalls and shit. I couldn't get the blood off me. It just stayed. I'm like, well, is there something I have to do specifically? There is. Okay, so I noticed, like, standing in a river or whatever, if you look down, like, because you have to drink. Yeah, I know. The prompt to, like, drink wouldn't always show up. So I feel like there's probably a prompt that you're not getting it to trigger. To wash it off? Yeah. Just standing there probably doesn't do it. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. So, and then I came across. It doesn't this, explain. I came shit across either. this cannibal that looked like a spider with two heads that was just popping babies, oh. and it it fucked me up immediately. I lit it on fire. I hit it a lot. It <laughs> killed me, and then it put me back to the main menu to start completely over. And I was like, "You have survived zero days." And I'm like, "Dude, what?" And I was like, "I ain't got time for this. I want to play something different." So, I gotta actually like. Take a deep dive. Take, take a deep dive into that game. I got to play with other people. Like playing it by myself. I'm like, I wanted to explore. Yeah. I couldn't even do it because the cannibals were there already. I'm like, wait, I figured they came out at a certain time to where, you know, it gave you an, a chance to like figure it out a little bit before those fucking things came out. Like Dying Light. Yeah. Speaking of Dying Light, <clears throat> when's the second game supposed to fucking come out? It was delayed indefinitely, remember? Oh, yes. That happened during quarantine, didn't it? And I feel like it was delayed before. We just didn't talk about it. We brought it up. That's a game. That That's... was, I think, the episode that you and Mike did, like the year of the delay or oh. something like that. Like February or some shit. Yeah, this is the one before the anniversary episode. Yeah, dude. It... Delayed indefinitely. It's like... Why? they? I think they just didn't want to put a date on it just to delay it again. I uh, feel like it'll still come out. Soon. Soon-ish. Maybe not. Maybe not this year. Because there's only six months left this year. Yeah, I know. Uh, but maybe early next year. What a year. What a fucking year. That's putting it lightly. It is really putting it. This year just... Who would have, everyone's like the roaring 20s and everything bad happened starting in January. <laughs> it was like, pretty much. It was like, dude, like we literally just got here. Can you, like everything cuts Calm us. Calm down. All right. What's the next topic? <laughs> Madden 21. Oh, all right. I so. saw, I didn't see much, but here's my problem with Madden games. Every year, they're like they act like something innovative has happened. Nothing, and it's no different from last year. Nope, no different. 
Like now they're like, yeah, you can now you can do celebrations like you can do celebrations on your own and control them. It's like, hang on, 2K had that like NFL 2K5 had that. You're talking about games that are over a decade old that have features that these games don't have. And now they're trying to sell them off as new shit. There's things that they took out and then brought back. (laughs) Yeah. And like, how does it have a score already? Like GameStop. What Madden? Yeah, Madden NFL 21, 3.4 out of 5 GameStop. It doesn't come out for another two, like, two months. Wait, GameStop or GameSpot? GameStop. Fuck GameStop, dude. Those guys are trashed anyway. <laughs> like, last week I saw an, art, I saw an article I feel saying... like, hang on. Dude, they, they, I read an article, GameStop lost like another... Like sixteen million dollars in profit during the quarantine. This is user reviews, by the way. Oh, that, it's getting review bombed. That's why. Well, it says three point eight out of five. No, That's, I don't fucking know. I just, <clears throat> I really wish people would stop buying these games. The sports games. It well, doesn't. It now doesn't... they now fucking EA and the NFL have extended. I said this last episode. They extended yeah. their fucking contract. So now they're just going to pump out the same bullshit because people keep buying it. There's a monopoly on it. So, I mean, I feel like they do that. Like EA is like really pushing for that because they can't make a good fucking basketball game. They can't Granted, make a good sports game at all. Um, Name one besides they, FIFA. FIFA not, I'm not talking about FIFA 20 either. No. I was going to say I used to enjoy Madden like 10 years ago. I would play it occasionally. Dude, that was 10 years ago. Exactly. Like, they haven't made a good sports game. I stopped buying sports games. Like, I think the last... I enjoyed playing the basketball games because it it had a story mode or whatever. I enjoyed making myself in the game and, like, having a career or whatever. Uh, I think I bought 2K19... But because it, it was three dollars, I haven't touched it. Like, the last sports game I got was Madden 08. I think it, for me it was Madden 11 or Ma- 2011. Mad- it was Madden 08 Coaches Edition. Mm. I got it for Christmas, but it was it was fun. It was like the last time I think Madden was good. Um, I feel like they they're like have like a stranglehold on having the NFL thing well, just because they couldn't compete with 2K as far as basketball. NBA Live has always been garbage. That's true. So they're well, like... Dude, NBA 2K is garbage it's, now. It, it is now, yeah. It's been garbage for at least the last five years, I think. NFL 2K was better than fucking Madden was. That's See, I never played. I That's what I understood, though. Like, you know what I miss? I miss EA... I miss the NCAA games. I, yeah, I heard those were really good. Dude, those that, I never realized how fun they actually were till I was in Italy and played it. Like me and my buddy, yeah. like we just created our own characters, played for a team, and like a whole season worth of shit, and we would beat the brakes off teams, dude, and it was fun. <clears throat> but like, it was like the last time they, it was like NCAA eleven or twelve. I can't remember. But it was the last NCAA game they made, and I guess I guess it was because like the NCAA didn't want sports games made anymore. 
It's because they didn't want to give the players any any kind of uh, royalties. Basically, yeah, using their likenesses and all that shit. So it was like a big dispute. Yeah, it, it always has been. Like they're like, what's wrong with these dudes getting paid? Like if they're good players, what's wrong with them getting paid for this? Not allowed. They can't take money for anything. <laughs> I know it's stupid, stupid. It's very stupid. It's like, hey, I'm making a career out of this, and it's like, a po- like, like Joe Burrow for the for LSU right. quarterback, like. He's not entitled to any royalties for anything. He was the fucking he was the man last year. Nothing. And he gets nothing out of it. Like you're talking about getting trained by Drew Brees as your he's your quarterback coach throughout your season, giving you pointers and stuff. You end up going undefeated the whole year, winning the championship. And oh, by the way, you don't get any money off the jerseys that have your name on it. No. You don't you don't own your name. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. Um, but I really wish people would stop buying these fucking sports games. The only way that EA is going to the game is running on the same engine as the old one. They haven't switched the engine. And the worst it's frostbite. part frostbite. That's what it says here anyway. Frostbite what? It just says frostbite. <laughs> yeah, frostbite, not frostbite two or three. not th- frostbite three, three or whatever. Is it actually just Frostbite? Because that would be fucking terrible. Oh, Frostbite 3. Still. Well, the thing about it is, like, I don't think they're using the engine to its capability then. The game never looks different. Not really. There's, like, slight tweaks here and there that you can't notice. They'll add some textures or some shit here and there. they, They just look shinier and shinier. That's the thing. It doesn't look more realistic. It just looks shinier. That's true. <clears throat> like, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know if you've ever watched a football game, but I don't remember seeing anyone, anyone's skin glow like it does in the fucking football games. No. They're like glistening. Like, it's literally like these dudes slathered, like they fucking lathered oil. baby oil all over yeah, themselves. Even like the jerseys, they look like they're made of fucking plastic. No. Nah. No one. It's. Their helmets, yeah, sure. Everything else, no, fuck no, dude. Everyone just shines. It's it's no different every year. You do a side by side comparison comparison to twenty and twenty one. I guarantee you, they look exactly the same. <clears throat> and the and the worst thing is, it's like people still buy it, and we have a new generation of console coming out that is capable of more than more than capable of doing more shit. But they don't ever innovate anything. I mean... Yeah, I'm tired of talking about this. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Fuck it. Fuck Madden. Don't buy it. For the love of God, you don't know, buy it. <clears throat> real quick, what I think they should do, as far as like these fucking sports games, they're not going to do it because there's no money in it. Release a game. Don't put a number on it. Just call it Madden up, NFL. Update the roster. Update the roster. Add features, put I don't fucking some kind of microtransaction so you're making some kind of money. Kind of like a battle pass, yeah. but, but call it like a season pass, something like that. Yeah, or or better yet, because it's sports, season tickets. Yeah, there you go, perfect. 
That way you're not pumping out a game every fucking year. That's the same anyway. Just have one game, add like features. I feel like they'd save money. But then again, they might be saving money because they're basically recycling the same game anyway. I think it... You can't develop a game in a here, here's year. What, here's my theory about by, by this. The statistics probably show that more people will buy the new game and than they would sticking with one game. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's more money into pumping out a new game with no difference than there is of having one game and updating it and having like cheaper, you know, like microtransactions, season passes, stuff like that. Whereas you can charge full price for each new game. You're guaranteed your 60 bucks. You're guaranteed your 60 bucks. You're guaranteed your microtransactions because some retard's going to buy them. And there you go. There you have it. That's why they do it, probably. It's a bummer. Yeah, it's it's greed. It is uh, greed. EA, you snaky bastards, man. You uh, did some things right last year, but you also still do things wrong. Um, all right, what's the next topic? PS5. Oh, the reveal. The reveal. Finally. It. Everything got delayed again because of the whole um, rioting and the protesting and shit like that. And finally, Sony announced... it. It's funny that I that I even say this because after we recorded that episode, Sony announced when they were going to do that event. Yeah, what was it? A week. It was a week. It was that next week. So it was a week to the day. <clears throat> no, that... it was like five, four days. Because we recorded on a Saturday. Oh no, event... I'm saying like they delayed it a one week. Yeah, they delayed it one. They delayed it one week, and they ne- and when we did that episode, we were like, they never gave a new date. Nope. And then I went home, and they gave a new date. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." So, with yeah, with that, we finally got to see what it looks like, and it's bigger than the Xbox Series X, which I did not expect. No, and it looks different. It does look different. Um, still, no verification of how much it's going to cost. You know, and I have a guess. I have a theory. What do you think? Not a theory, but like just... Just under 600? Just my gut. Is the disc version 499? The digital version is going to be 399. I think it's going to be more than that. That's that's my guess. Cause, no, because I feel like if they go for 599, which is what... I think P- 550. I don't know. I still... I feel like... You Anything think more than five hundred people are going to be, be <clears throat> it's going to kill it. Because well, what Sony and Microsoft are doing right now is like they're playing price chicken. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for someone to reveal so they can undercut their their competitor. exactly because that's whatever one is cheaper wins that generation. Yeah, and we are getting closer and closer. And dude, I don't think it's ever been this long before the consoles launched that they reveal the price and open it for pre order. Yeah, it's like you you open it for pre-order and I don't even know what I'm spending. Wait, well, it's open it, for pre-order now. No, 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 I'm saying like they haven't even opened it for pre-order cuz no. like it comes out during the holidays. It's fucking mid-June. Yeah, June's almost over. It's like it's the 20th. Oh god damn it. I didn't realize that. Yeah, June's almost over. So June's almost over. We're going in in July. If it comes out 
November. That's only five months away. Yeah, and like, we still don't know how much it costs. They're um, really, really playing chicken hard. I would not buy the digital version. Fuck no. You know why? How would the fucking backwards compatibility? Not even works? that. You limit yourself to only the PlayStation Store. Yeah, that too. Well, not necessarily, because you can buy like digital codes from Amazon, from Target, from Best Buy, eBay. Do they work in the PlayStation Store? Yeah, they they're, they're PlayStation Store codes. And you don't? They're not full price. They sometimes not. Sometimes they put them on sale. Like Amazon will put them on sale. Yeah. See, sometimes they'll put it where, like, if you pre-order it digital on Amazon, you get like a ten dollar credit on Amazon. Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. I used to pre-order all my games on Amazon. Really? Mm-hmm. Because you get twenty percent off. For real? Mm-hmm. Not anymore. No, they stopped that a while ago. Damn. Because it was pretty nice. Yeah, that was the only reason why I wasn't looking at getting the digital version was because of that. I didn't want to limit myself to the PlayStation Store. No. It's like if I wanted a game, and I hate saying it, but GameStop is good for one thing, and that is if there's a game you really want to play, but it's an older game, you can go to GameStop and get it, it for used. cheap. <clears throat> right. But on the PlayStation Store, you have to wait for the store to determine whether or not it's worth going on sale. So you'll get an old game full price. I will give them credit. They've gotten where there's more and more sales. Dude, I've seen Call of Duty Ghosts for full price on the PlayStation Store still. Oh, yeah. If it's not on sale, it's going to be full price. Exactly. And that game is that game came out when I went into the Army, I think. Or just before. I feel like that was... That game is eight years that was, old. That was the first PS4 COD, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. Well, sure? it was a, like it, right before it came out, right before the PS4 came out. Like Battlefield 3 or 4. Battlefield 4 was like cross, not cross gen, but like it came out right before. So it was like. It came out at the end system. of this cycle for that console. Yeah. And was also, it was developed for the new console. Right. But you could get it on the old one. It was in that weird in between. Right. So it was, yes, it was the first Call of Duty for the new generation. But it wasn't, I mean, I I remember I beat it one night, but that doesn't say much. I, I never finished it. Like, I, I played. I don't remember hardly shit from it. I almost want to play it again just to, I'm like. Ghost? Yeah, I'm like, how bad was it, though? <laughs> I, I remember not being very interested. I got talked into it, and I was like, mm, I'm trading this in. What was, what did Ghost, because I remember it, it took place after, like, the collapse of the United States or some shit like that. Some kind of weird, like cataclysmic event was going on. Yeah. But I remember it, that. I think the one issue people took was like, what timeline is this? Cause I didn't know. I was like, does this take place after modern warfare three or black ops? Or is it its own thing? I thought, yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, is this its own thing? And they're just trying to do something different. I remember for that. It was that one, right? Where it had, it wasn't a zombies mode. It was like an aliens mode. Yeah, I think it was that one. That, was, that wasn't that was bad. I just don't remember. Like, I think they just try to profit off of the ghost title. Yeah, they're like ghosts. And they're like, oh, you mean ghosts from Modern Warfare? Like, no, something completely different. Like, oh, <laughs> that sucks. 
But yeah, like, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, full price on digital store. Mm, yeah. So it's like, that's the only reason why. I'm like, PS, the PlayStation Store, the games on there, you'll have old-ass games and games that are not worth their price still full price on the store. And I don't like that. But um, let's talk about what it looks like. It looks like a Wi-Fi router. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of growing on me. At first when I looked at it, I was I didn't like it. It's, it's, it's Like I said, it's different. It's weird. But... See, when it's vertical, it looks way better vertical than it does horizontal. I think so. Dude, it looks weird as fuck. Like, one, the disc port is on the bottom. Yeah, that is Near weird. the stand of when it lays flat. That is very weird. And the shape of it, it's like... It looks like a fucking dune worm. <laughs> the mouth of a dune worm. Kind of, yeah. It's like, it's thin at the bottom and it wides out, it flares out at the top. Yeah. And then if you lay it flat, it flares out on one side, but it's completely symmetrical on the other. So it doesn't make sense. Like the design looks so awkward laying on its side, but you're probably going to have to fucking play it like that anyway, because where, yeah, where are you going to put it? I have to figure that out because my PS4 Pro. I'm talking to play it vertically, not horizontal. Even anyway, I have nowhere to fucking put it on my entertainment center. Vertical. I'd have to tuck it behind the TV. Or on the floor. Or on the floor. With a two-year-old? Fuck no. Good point. Fuck no. She doesn't listen for shit. When you tell her don't touch. That means, oh, you mean smash it in half? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to figure that out. And we just bought that entertainment center not that long ago. Yeah, I was not expecting expecting it to be that big but it is big for a reason though i'll tell you what it looks fucking way different than the dev kit oh dude yeah i mean i i had a feeling it would yeah i mean there's no way it's gonna look like did you notice that the shape of even still the new version shapes like a v for five oh i guess yeah because it's like i never put that together Someone on Twitter did, so I can't take credit for that. <laughs> um, no, but it is big for a reason, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to talk about that reason? Yeah, thermals is what uh, one of the designers said. So it doesn't run so fucking hot. So hot and so loud. Yeah. So if you have a PlayStation and you're wondering why it sounds like a jet, um, that's why. it It's cooling itself down. <clears throat> mine, mine, I've never had a PlayStation 4 do that. Not once. I've had a, my my pro almost fucking die because of how hot it was because of something a game almost killed it i think it was modern warfare almost fucking killed it your pro yeah that that thing's designed to hold i don't know what happened something i did oh what happened was i was because it slows it down drastically playing the game like if you leave the game to like join a party or something like party chat it is so fucking slow i've gotten kicked from matches that is true it does take forever uh one time oh no what happened was i forgot to turn i have the little fans the usb fans plugged in to help push the hot air out i forgot to turn them on so it was running for like an hour and a half without the fans so it got hot and the game just froze 
See, my PlayStation doesn't ever get hot. I think it's where I have it. That's the problem. Yeah, I have mine. It's in that box. I had to cut out. You know how like when you put together furniture, it has like that cardboard on the back? And you cut that panel out? I cut that fucking panel out. See, right I there. put my PlayStation on top next to the TV. Because it lay, when it lays flat, it lays flat just under the screen. So it's never in my way. Okay. But it's well ventilated. I don't think mine would fit. But I also, the entertainment center is literally like the size of the TV. There's like no extra room for shit. I wish I got a bigger Dude, one. Dude, my neighbors, so during garbage week or garbage day, they put an entertainment center out to the street that looked perfect for what I wanted for. <laughs> and I looked at it and I'm like, Stephanie's like, what are you staring at? And I'm like, I want, I almost want to go ask the neighbor if I can have that. And she's like, where the fuck are you going to put that? So downstairs, she's like, no, you're not. I'm like, it's my game room. What? Who are the fuck are you to tell me what I can and can't do in there? She's like, no, Brock, you're not bringing that into our house and putting it down in the basement. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck you. No, I didn't say that. But it would have been perfect. It was like the perfect size for the TV. Yeah. And it had, dude, it had slots down at the bottom and going up one side. The TV was on the left mm -hmm. and it had like a fucking shelving unit on the bottom and one going up the up the right side right. of it so i could literally put my library of games maybe yep. even a no i don't want, i don't want to put a system i still put the system under the tv so it's yep. well ventilated but yeah i can put all that shit there and consolidate it so it's not all in my way and make it look better but she told me no <laughs> because she tells me no for everything Anyway, so so yeah, the PlayStation Five. Um, There's little details that I keep finding that are like I think are pretty cool. What's up? Like at first, like the PlayStation button is not a circle. It's like yeah, let me click on it so you can see. Show it, it to me. I didn't actually look at it. <clears throat> you didn't see it. That's the PlayStation button on the controller. Oh, it's the actual PlayStation symbol. Yeah. Uh, another thing is, <clears throat> this is I found out today. So like the texture on the back of the controller and some of the texture on the console itself is actually made up of little itty bitty squares, triangles, circles, and X's. Okay. So like you zoom in, you see it's not just like stippling or whatever. It's I actually... feel like that that's a little bit much. <laughs> Why? Because at that point, you're just like, we're going to spend all this money to engrave all these little symbols. Oh, it's 3D. Not, I wouldn't say it's 3D printing, but it's like, that doesn't cost much to do that. I can't imagine that costing that them that much to do. Because it's a fucking, it's like not a person doing it. It's, it's manufacturing. Just whatever you want. Yeah, you're right. Just put a mold in and there it is. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Good point. Okay. What else have you found about it? I didn't really realize it so far. <laughs> Not all that much. So during this event, they teased a bunch of good-ass games. I can't... Ratchet and Clank, a new a one. A new one. Finally. Where are we? Now, did you notice that there was a lot of uh, frame rate issues during that during that uh, trailer? The... Ratchet and Clank one? No. I noticed that it was dropping frame rate a lot. 
Are you talking like when you you're watching it live? No, I watched the trailer of it. Okay. And like the trailer of it during that event, because like that's just where it was when they were going through the portals and shit. There was mm. a lot of frame rate drop. Was there? Because I watched the trailer later that night, just the trailer like on YouTube or whatever, and that was just fine. <clears throat> but that game specifically shows off its uh its hard drive like how fast it is at loading stuff and there's no load times because you go i'm sure you played like some of the previous games like traveling from planet to planet uh i've never played ratchet and clank ever okay well anyway there's a lot of going to different planets that's the different levels with this you're fucking going through rifts in an instant from planet to planet. Is that what that is? Yeah. And so so that was them <coughs> showing off their hard drives, like, s- speed. With that, yeah. With then, also adding <coughs> a, new, a new feature of the game. Yeah. Like, cool, look at these portals. And like, no, that's actually us getting rid of load times. Yep. Because it would be one of those things where it's like, it would make sense in that way because... So if you're going to another planet, usually the load time is just you're waiting because you're traveling there. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if we went over this before. I found out that, you know, when you're going through like a tight space in a game, like... That's to get that's to keep it from... That's so that you don't have to load in between parts of the game. Yep. Yeah, I remember... Okay, so Anthem... When they were in development of that, that's what they were doing. Destiny is like that. So have you ever noticed that there's parts of Destiny where it narrows out and then it opens up and mm-hmm. then it, like you go to another area? area that's to give it time to fucking. Even though a lot of render. times in Destiny Two, it still fucking loads. You get stuck, like you're you're on your sparrow and you get stuck in a spot and it's like loading, loading. Yep. And then you go through. Anthem had the same design. Like the map was designed to have corridors. And the corridors are designed to get rid of the load times. And I think God of War does it too. Because if you notice in God of oh, War... Oh, the little like chasms you go through? like just, Or like, even just... Through? Or not even just that, but they I think they even filled in a lot of them with, uh, with uh, cinematics. Mm. Because the game is all shot in one shot. And there's no load times at all in the game. Ugh. I, didn't, I didn't even realize that until I played it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Like, even after I played it, I didn't even put two and two together. But then, like, I remember thinking about it, and I was like, wow, they actually designed this game to never have a load time. Load screen. Ever. In my opinion, God of War is one of the best games probably in the last almost decade. Oh, for sure. I just can't wait for the, for more of oh, it. It'll be on PS5. Oh, God. Corey Barlog, please. Um, so another game that was teased was Horizon Zero Dawn or Dude. Horizon Horizon something else it's not Zero Dawn anymore what? it's it's Horizon hold on like Zero oh, Dawn Horizon Forbidden West yeah so Horizon is the series <clears throat> Horizon Zero Dawn is the actual like name of the first one it looks really good mm-hmm. and I have to say it I've never played the first one I did is it good? It was good. It's just the timing of when it came out was not very good. 
when it came out around other bigger titles? Uh, yeah. Okay. So what happened was it came out in February of 2016, 2017. And a month later, Ghost Recon Wildlands came out and we were all about that for a bit. So like I dropped it like a sack of potatoes. Good point. And I never went back to it. Good point. I got to get it. I want to play it. I want to try it. I want to get into it. It's cheap now. Well, I'm sure it is. You probably get it for like 10 bucks or 15 for like the complete edition. I like how that feels. Uh, But yeah, dude, the graphic graphics of that game, like I couldn't, I was hoping that that's how it looks in gameplay. I couldn't tell if it was gameplay or not. It probably does look like that because like the visuals in the first one look amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the, I didn't get that far, but what I did see, I was very impressed with, like visual wise. Speaking of visuals, Gran Turismo Seven. That's like usually the thing that they like use to like showcase to like showcase graphics is Gran Turismo. That I thought I was looking at a fucking real like car <laughs> well that was that's how everyone thought when they will the last gen the, the last one Grand Turismo Sport yeah it just keeps getting better somehow I actually didn't even watch that I didn't watch the trailer for it I like I just saw like a glimpse of it and I was like holy yeah. shit it looked that look good yeah I've always noticed that like same with Xbox there's this Forza yeah Forza showcases like their graphical capabilities even though Forza Horizons isn't as good. Graphically? Yeah. I was going to say, it's better, like, it's the better racing game, I, I gotta say. What, Forza? Horizon. Forza it Horizon. Is, it is good. I like it a lot. I prefer it. Like, it's... I have not enjoyed a racing game besides Forza Horizon since... Need, Need for, for speed, speed Most Wanted in like 2013. I know a lot of people gave that game that, shit. That game came out before that. Horizon? You said Most Wanted or Need for Speed Hot Pursuit? Oh, no, no. Most Wanted. There was a Most Wanted in 2005, and then there was another one in 2013. I thought the new one was not good. Or was it the whole original? People, the okay, so it is a very... It is like a carbon copy of Burnout Paradise. Most Wanted? Mm-hmm. The new one. The newer one. Like, it's all the same shit. You, like, drive, you, like, jump through billboards. You collect the same, like, smashing gates, free roam, whatever. It's literally the same fucking thing, but with, like, licensed car. The graphics are better. But it's the same, because I bought Burnout Paradise. And is literally, I was like, holy fucking shit. It's the same developer. So they made the same fucking game twice. <laughs> and just gave it a different <clears throat> title? Pretty much. <clears throat> but, I mean, we played the shit out of it. I know people prefer the original Most Wanted out of the two. Like the 2005 one. I never played that one. Oops. Oh, man, Burnout was such a fun game. Oh, fuck yeah. Um... What other games got announced? Uh, a, it's not a little big planet game, but it's sure as fuck looked like it, didn't it? It's 
Yeah, it's like a 3D platforming game. Really? So it's a co-op 3D platforming game instead of like a little big planet. It's like it's Sackboy, but it's it's a platformer. So let's talk about <clears throat> Spider-Man for PS5. So the Miles Morales Spider-Man got announced and there was a lot of uh oh fuck. Confusion. I remember I remembered the Last of Us 2 thing. What is it? All right, so I feel like that the game is getting review bombed because of how Sony handled mm. um the issues with the leaks and people talking about them. Mm. So Sony, I hate going back to it, but it just popped in my mind when I was talking about this because they were saying a lot of confusion because Sony had to clarify. Yep. Um, well, so during yeah. when the leaks came out for the last was two, Sony was going to YouTubers and doing copyright strikes on their content and demonetizing yep. their videos just for simply, like I said last time, just talking about it. Yep. I feel like them doing that also ended up having people wonder about <clears> reviews. <throat> yeah. And the, the other thing about reviews that Alana Pierce talked about was that there is a lot of things that happen behind the scenes with IGN and publishers. Yep. And it's not like they're getting paid, but there's a lot of shady shit that does happen. And she didn't go into any of it. And I'm like, why not? But okay. Mm. And she was saying that, that reviewers are more worried about our opinion than mm. the publisher. Which is yeah, both true it. and false. Um, anyway, so let's talk about Spider-Man. So what happened was... The impression you got from like the reveal was that it was a sequel. That's the impression everybody got. Sony said that it was more like an expansion... And then Insomniac had to clarify. I was like, no, it's a standalone game. It's not like a remaster of Spider-Man PS4 with an expansion. It is a, it's its own game. What, how big of a game it is? I don't know. It's not a... A lot of people are... Uh, there's a rumor that the game is... Actually, it's not a rumor. The developers of Spider-Man... Who is it? Insomniac? Mm-hmm. Insomniac said... That it is shorter. Yeah. But the thing is about it, it's a full price game, probably. Probably. And it's going to be shorter. And like Miles Morales is one of those. He's a, I think he, besides Peter Parker, Miles Morales is a really good Spider Man. Yeah. And there's like a whole new character arc there mm-hmm. that you can dive into. And the thing is. He uses, he has some of the same. I think he has some different villains, right? <clears throat> or do they are they all? It's the just same? it's the same villains. It's just different versions because they're from a. It's a different universe. It's the ultimate universe. Yeah, but okay. So this Spider-Man and Miles Morales take place in the same universe. Yeah, it, that's its own, and that's the thing that that it's part of the Spider-Verse, it's like, that's another universe in its own. Yeah, I know. That's got its own canon and its own, you know, whatever. Because how far into the game did you get? I beat it. You beat it? Okay, so like... I, think I didn't platinum it, but I beat it. So like, the whole Doc Ock thing is like, it's different than the comics. That is true. So it's like, it's its own thing. I that, did like this Doc Ock, though. Yeah. I, mainly because I was like, 
it was weird because it was like you've always known Doc Ock to you never had any kind of like you didn't give a fuck about him. Right. This one you felt bad for. And this you one felt, you really you, did like feel you, bad. You sympathized. You sympathized with the main antagonist. Even though he's not the main antagonist, but he ended up I liked how they did it. They mm-hmm. they made the the main antagonist like you finish him off early and you're like, that can't be it. And then Doc Ock ends up being like the main guy at the end. Right. You get a badass suit out of it too. But, but yeah. <laughs> um But yeah, the, like the if it if this is shorter, it's pretty disappointing because Miles Morales Spider Man, there's so much there's so much you can like go into depth with about him and stuff. Like I forgot how he got his powers in this game. I don't even fucking I remember I him remember. showing Peter Parker and Peter was like, What the fuck? <laughs> Basically he was like because he didn't know that Yeah. And he was like, Hey, I gotta show you something. Right. And then I'm like, wait, what? I can't, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, was there a spot in the game that you saw him get him? You saw him get bit? I don't think so. I think it's just, it was more like he was already, it already happened. It was already happening and you just. And <laughs> it was basically once he showed up, it was like, oh shit, it's Miles Morales. Like, I wonder if he's gonna, it's more like, a, I wonder if we're going to get to play as him kind of deal like it teased of oh he did was, play his enemy was, just not like that no not like that of like of what could come later or whatever um I'm excited for that too because I'm sure that'll be a launch title and then the other thing is they can make it they can even make it just as long because he's just learning how to be a spider-man yeah whereas the the this like the previous game he was already established. He's been Spider-Man for years. You know, he's got it pretty much down. He's still learning new stuff, but he's... He's been Spider-Man for a hot minute. Everyone knows him already and shit like that. And, uh... But, uh... This one's like, you can... You don't have to shorten it. You can still keep it the same length. It's like where he's learning how to... There's like an adjustment period of him learning the powers and stuff like that. I feel like... You can add more Spider-Man villains to it. Because they didn't have too many in this one. In the first one. No. No, and that's the thing. Is like... I feel like it's shorter. Because there's less... Maybe there's less filler. Probably. Because there was like a lot of the side quests and little side... Like the completionist stuff could get a little tedious and repetitive they, like platinuming they it did, yeah like when i was doing it it was like more of like just getting the completionist in me down mm-hmm. or if i wanted something and i had to do it mm-hmm. but i didn't enjoy doing it like i you didn't see me doing the taskmaster things because i like doing them oh no i fucking hated them the, uh, the other night i had a dream i was taskmaster <laughs> that's weird and i fought captain america and iron man <laughs> It was, and Thor, it was crazy. Like, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't even know where it came from, but I had a dream. I was Taskmaster. Captain America threw his shield at me and I caught it. And I did the exact same way he threw it and I took his ass down with it. And then Thor, this one didn't make sense because I was able to use Thor's hammer. (laughs) But, uh, no, I know what what happened. Cap threw his shield at me. I caught it and I threw it at fucking Iron Man. Mm. And then took him out. And basically everyone's like, what the hell? And I'm like, 
Yeah, I know everything you do. Photographic <laughs> memory. Part of me is not looking forward to Black Widow's Taskmaster. I guess we'll see. You know, I don't think they nailed the look. It's the look kind of threw me off a bit. Well, mainly because a lot of the goons look like Taskmaster. He looks like just some normal goon. Yeah. That they would fight. And the uh I really liked the Spider-Man game version. Yeah. He was surprisingly easy to fight though. Kind of, yeah. I expected him to be a, a little, lot more little, difficult. There was a couple times where I was like, I think I was just a little overzealous fighting him. So he would like knock me on my ass a couple times. But Same with me. Other than that, it, it wasn't that hard. I think it's just because it was like a side mission, not a... The only joy I got out of his side missions was trying new ways of swinging. Like, more acrobatic ways of swinging. That's all I was doing, doing it for. But yeah, this... And then Insomniac did clarify, no, this is a standalone game. So there was, like, a lot of back-and-forth confusion about whether or not it was an expansion. I mean, I'm still confused as to what it is exactly. I think it's a standalone game. It's just not going to be as long. Yeah, probably. What other games got, got teased? Did you see one called Stray? No. That looks weird. Um, so what it is, you play as a stray cat in a futuristic, like, kind of dystopian world where robots replaced humanity in their old roles. That sounds interesting. Yeah, and you're like, you're like this cat and you fucking wear a backpack and you're like just kind of wandering... I don't know. It looked different. It's like one of those games that's like just so weird it's interesting. You know what I find really cool about the PS5 is that this is it's customizable. Like faceplates, like here's here's what I would do. The Spider-Man version is dark blue and black with red lighting. Mm, to match Miles. Right. Uh, I would I want to say, maybe, I, I could be wrong, but I wonder if the LED lighting on the PlayStation, you can change the color of it. Like it's got RGB. Like you can go into the menu and change the display color of the LEDs. That'd be pretty cool. Um, if But if not, I would probably get the Spider-Man version and then change the plate from Spider-Man, like the dark blue, to yeah. something, whatever I want. Hell, I might even get us on there or something. Like our logo. But I don't know if you can do that. It's not completely customizable, right? At least yet. But uh, that, that remains to be seen. It does. They kind of teased a few. They had Assassin's Creed plates, and they had some other weird designs that you can. Wait, they actually teased it. Well, they showed if you go on like uh, on Instagram and stuff, and you look like they showed. Are you sure that's not like people rendering their own? Yeah, it could. It could be that. I could be wrong, but. I saw an Assassin's Creed one. I saw some random cool design pieces. It wasn't really... I mean, I will say I saw some fan renderings that looked pretty fucking dope. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's some other ones that I didn't watch the trailers for. I had, uh, Project Athea. I don't know what that is. 
I'm just going to read. It's literally like one sentence with the description. Uh, Square Enix and Luminous Productions premiered a game called Project Athea, which featured werewolf-like creatures and flying Oh, I saw sections. that shit. What, what, was, what did that look like? It was just like, it looked like a pack of wolves and shit like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then, uh, yeah, it, it was basically like a werewolf game. Hmm. Um, speaking of werewolves, Resident Evil 8 Village. That, yeah, that's another one. Was that revealed during that? Yeah. It's not even on this yeah. list. No, it was. Oh, yeah, there it is. I see it. It's way further down. It basically looks like Resident Evil 7, but it is larger scale. It is like a sequel to, like a direct sequel to 7. It's weird because, okay, so when I played 7, I didn't get a very Resident Evil vibe off of it. I haven't even played it. I played it at Mike's. And I was playing it, and I'm like, aside from like the ominous environment, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a Resident Evil game to me. It felt like something on its own. And I mean, for eight, the only thing that makes it look like a res- that even makes it close to a Resident Evil game to me is the Umbrella Corp mm. symbol on shit and zombies. And there's werewolves in it. What the fuck? Like that thing that you saw in the trailer? That yeah. wasn't a zombie. That was a werewolf. That guy turned into a fucking werewolf. Weird. Very, very weird. That's why I'm just like, okay, <clears throat> where does this fit into the Resident Evil world? I don't fucking know. <clears throat> Rockstar also announced GTA 5, which disappointed a lot of people looking forward to GTA 6 getting revealed. Yeah. GTA, I mean, they said a while back GTA 6 is not going to happen for a while. Just because, like, the, just everything that's going on in the world, they didn't feel like now's the right time. Because their games, like as far as like the stories go, they're fucking they're satires. Like the the GTA games, it's a satire of just America. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, they felt like it wasn't that's Saints Row was too. Oh, they, then they got really ridiculous. They got yeah, Saints Row. Dude, did you three. see the remaster? Like they they showed <clears throat> images oh, yeah. of the remastered, the one that's about to come out. Yeah, it looks really good like the graphics for it it looks crazy which, I good. Forget, which one's getting remastered the third one yeah the one before it got retarded <laughs> well saints row the third was pretty fucking out there i want to say it was saints row 2 no oh, it, it was definitely one... it was one of the crazy ones because one and two were actually like gta knockoffs and then three. I honestly found them to be more fun than GTA. Oh, I mean, because you, you run around with like a dildo sword. No, not even that. Just squid cannon. The customization was better. Oh, yeah. Like the character customization was better. The vehicle customization was better. I felt like the gameplay was a lot more smooth. Like the yeah. gunplay and shit. The other thing I liked was that you could play your own music. Yeah. You didn't have to play whatever was on the radio in the game. Um, the vehicle customization options were pretty like the paint options and shit like that like I made muscle cars look pretty sick in Saints Row and it was just to me I, I preferred it over Grand Theft Auto because of it the crash graphics were better I thought yeah that's the thing Grand Theft Auto as far as like the physics 
crash physics. It was like it kind of fluctuated. Do you remember Driver 3? I don't know if I ever played the third one. So, I played one and two. I played Driver 3, and the one th- it is one of those things where it's like thinking, like when I watched gameplay of it, definitely doesn't look nearly as good as I thought it did. But at the time, for what it was, uh, Driver 3 graphically looked better than Grand Theft Auto did. And I was a huge thing for me for crash graphics like the crash graphics were pretty damn good for driver three for the time it was right like you hit something and like it would it would crinkle in a way that it matched what you hit so if you hit like an edge you get like a triangle shape yeah yeah it it looked good the bullet holes in the cars look better like in grand theft auto at the time it was grand theft auto san andreas that's probably still one of my favorite ones. Same. I like Grand Theft Auto 4. I didn't enjoy that one as much. I mean, I played the the hell out of it, but... You know, I never finished the story. Four? Yeah. I don't even remember what happens. Nico, let's go bowling. <laughs> like, you Romanian fuck. So, or whatever they were. Um, I'm pretty sure they were Romanian or something like that. But, yeah, like... There has been yet, I was pretty, even still with Grand Theft Auto 5, I was really disappointed at the crash graphics because they weren't nearly as good as, I'm like, oh, cool, new Grand Theft Auto, I'll get her and see the crash graphics are going to be good. And I watched and I was like, that's not that good. Not they're not, good they're not no, they're, they weren't as good as 4, but I feel like that was a compromise for making the world, like the map, bigger. See, and that's where it comes in where sizes and everything. Yeah. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Massive fucking map with nothing in it. I really should play that. I have it. And I played like the first couple missions and then I stopped. Anything else get announced? There's quite a bit. Stuff that I didn't watch. Um, I'll like, just list them What about them bigger, off. bigger titles? Bigger. Let's see. Let's, talk, let's just talk about the big shit. All right. Oddworld Soulstorm. Oh my God, yes. Oddworld. I... That was like a game that I kept saying. I think I even said it on the podcast. Like, I really wish they would make a new Oddworld game. Apparently, this has been in development for years. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't know if anybody knew it. And I'm really excited for it because I played it because my mom played it. My mom, I thought about it after they announced it. I'm like, my mom used to play video games a lot. Like Abe's Odyssey? She played all of them. And beat all of them. She was one of those... She liked puzzle games. Yeah. Oddworld was a good puzzle game. She played that. She would play Crazy Taxi. She would pre- She would play... What about... Um, We had a fucking... We had a Dreamcast. We had a PlayStation 1. We had all kinds of shit. And now, like, when I thought about it, I'm like, this is probably why I play video games a lot. Because I got it from... She gives me shit about it now. But I'm like, listen, bitch. You played games just as much as I do now when I was younger. You played games, like there'd be times where I would have to fight her for the fucking PlayStation. <clears throat> Till finally they get, they got me my own. Or they got a new system for themselves and gave me the old one. So I've been, and then like there would be games, she would, get, she would help me on certain games and stuff. Right. 
But yeah, my mom used to play fucking video games all the time, and I didn't even realize it until recently. What's another one? Uh, another one. Godfall. Yeah, I heard that was actually a pretty disappointing reveal. Based off of like what they showed the first time. What they well, what they showed. I mean, there's still potential for it to be good. Yeah. Um. It's not something that's like, because they basically claim to like make a new genre. It's like a looter slasher instead of looter shooter. Um, it's not really a new thing, though. No, not really. But <clears throat> it's if you kind of think about it. Well, you mean where you, it's kind of like you grind same missions over and over again, like in Destiny. I don't know about like grinding, but like definitely. It's made by 2K in Gearbox. So, think Borderlands, just like the insane amount of weapons and shields and all that kind of shit. So, you're like, it's, you're just going for loot. Like, you're, that's, that's like the main appeal is like loot, loot, loot. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that was, it's pretty much it for big titles. Be, well, no. There was... Uh, Hitman 3 was announced. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. A new Hitman game. Uh, Let's hope they don't do that fucking season thing again. I don't think they're going to. That didn't I really hope work not. out. No. It, like, I even said... like when Before we even did podcasting, like when that game came out, I'm like, just waiting did months for a new for level. Did they do it They did it for the first one. Or do they do it not for the... I don't fucking remember. I don't even remember them being a second one as a thing. I have it. It's still in the plastic. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, that whole thing where... Like, the cool thing that they did was limited contracts. Where mm-hmm. they would have, like, a celebrity yep. that you knew that they created a contract. Gary Busey was one. And... Uh, Sean they, Bean. They let people vote who they wanted to have as a contract. And then they would put that person in the game, and that was a limited contract. And even still, before the celebrity thing, they would have like a random every week a new HVT, and they would have the same maps, but it would just be a random person inside that map that you had to go after. So, one of the cool things they did was each level had several different uh, targets. Mm-hmm. And you could pick whichever one you wanted. And like the harder ones were like more specific ways of taking them out. And there were people that weren't even like the head guy that you were supposed to go after. Mm. But uh, the whole seasonal thing where it was like every... Episodic thing. It was an episode thing. That's what it was. Where every episode was like they would have... Was it basically like one map? It was like... The game came. The game came out in episodes where it was like one map was an episode, and then you just played that map over and over and over again with these different contracts and shit till the next episode came out, like a month or two later. So like for a whole month or two, like you paid full price for a game that wasn't even done. Right. And I even said, I'm like, why would this? The, I let's try it, see if it's worth it. And to me, it wasn't. So I don't. I hope they don't do that again. I don't think because it didn't. I don't think it paid off for them. They eventually ended up selling like complete 
versions of the game. So, well, that was the idea. They were going to re- release it in episodes, and then you can buy all of it at once. And like they more or less called the episodes early access, mm. and then like that way you had all the content when it was all ready. And I was like, what was the point of that? So Who fucking knows. Um, uh, NBA Two K Twenty One. That was unimpressive. They had more sweat on their face. Congratulations, you did what you did. What every sports game did didn't change shit. Demon Souls is getting a remake, remaster, something. It looks like a remake. I think it's a remake. Um, that was that's that's a Dark Souls prequel, isn't it? It was yeah. It was Demon Souls and then Dark Souls one, two, three. So yeah, that's already had a. Uh, I wouldn't call it a remaster, like a a port on Switch. Speaking of port on Switch, EA announced Apex Legends is coming to Switch. I'm, I mean, it's gonna be free, so I'll try it. And now they're gonna have crossplay. That's good. I think. I think it is too. I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner. Yeah. I haven't played that game in a while. Well, it seems I kind of like... want to get back into it. Yeah, because the meta's changed quite a bit. Fuck yeah, it has. Um, well, EA, I think, like they haven't had crossplay up until like this last couple weeks, because like Need for Speed Heat just got a update to be crossplay. Uh, basically, they 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 just made their started making their shit crossplay. I'm glad to see crossplay is finally becoming a popular thing. <sighs> yeah, thank it's God. It's been so long overdue well Sony was the fucking holdout I know and now they're all up for it it's not even just Sony that's all up for it it's like the developers Mm -hmm. the developers are doing it on their own yeah (laughs) anything Um, else no I can list off the rest nah let's go to the next topic we're already two hours in fuck alright Stadia Gods and Monsters let me take a piss real quick. All right, let me pause this. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And we're back. So, um, <clears throat> I had an idea. And um, so, oh, one thing. You're, can you make me the regiment leader for Modern Warfare shit? Because there's a lot of people that want to join a regiment, and I can't fucking add them. You, only you can. Uh, I mean, I can add them. What you should do is make your own and set the happy hour for a different time. Rather than 11 o'clock at night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that way what we could do, because you can be part of up to like 10 regiments. Oh, you can? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Dude, we could abuse the shit out of that. Each person have their own regiment. Each hour? Each hour, and have double XP for like fucking... How many of us are there? Five? Yeah. Five hours straight, double XP. More than that, because my buddy Tony is now... There you go. ...officially a member of us. He's yeah. our... Mark, not our, he's our promotion guy. Nice. Um, but he did bring up the idea. He's like, we should do like an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live of this. Mm. And the thing I said, I was like, well, we don't, I don't have a webcam. You do, though. Yeah. Your laptop doesn't have a webcam? It does, it's just not good. Mm, no. 
Like, I'm sure your webcam's better than this one. 720p, the one I got. I think this one is too. But, uh, but yeah, I want to live stream an episode. I mean, the brewery already said that we can do an episode there. It's just a matter of, uh, how, like, when, or who, what, yeah, who. Well, sorry, I'm eating. Um, So what was our next topic? Oh, Stadia with the leak. So, a little while back, Ubisoft announced a new game called Gods and Monsters, which is getting a new name. Yep. But uh, they want to run it on Stadia. And what happened was Stadia got an early build of it to test it on their servers, you know, so they can, so you, the developers of gods and monsters could work it to work on stadia Mm -hmm. and see how it ran and shit. They accidentally released the game. A very, very, it says a playable or very early build. Yes. Where like even characters weren't even, they were just like models. Polygons. Yeah. And, it was playable for a few hours, and the guys at Stadia caught on to it and then pulled it, but it was way too late. Oh, way too late, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> the thing is, Stadia has been fucking up since day one, and they still are fucking up. And this is kind of one of the... It's, I wouldn't want to say it's a huge deal, but it is a pretty big deal. Like, this game... Ubisoft hasn't had like Breakpoint was their most most recent title, and other than Assassin's Creed Valhalla, no one knows anything about any other titles yet, like or seen anything from other titles yet. Watch Dogs Legion, Legion, yeah. But um, this game, not a lot of people knew about it. They were saying it was more, it was like a cross between about it. Well, yeah, so did I. But it was like a cross between Breath of the Wild and. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, from what it sounds like. I think visually, Breath of the Wild. Visually, Breath of the Wild gameplay, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And no one knew anything about it. No one even knew what it looked like. And it got put out on Stadia. And I kind of have this theory that Ubisoft's going to look at that like, this is a problem. You can't be trusted. (laughs) Well, not even that. It's just that it's not reliable. No. Uh, I don't think there was gameplay of it. I think, like, because when they revealed the game originally, like, what the fuck did they... What did they show us? Yeah. But, yeah, the fact that they did this, it's like... Stadia has been a failure from day one. And I don't see Google sticking with it. It's just like any other project Google does. They just cancel it and get rid of it. Google Glass is an example. Whatever happened with that, yeah. They, they dropped it. They they released it a little bit, and then they dropped it. I remember those fuckers weren't cheap either. Fuck no. Anything else on that? Nope, that's it. <laughs> I didn't Fuck Stadia. All right, what's next? Summer Game Fest, which I have not checked out like at all. <clears throat> so, 
Jeff Keighley, Jeff Keighley, the uh, guy that runs the E3, E3, um, he left E3. Didn't say why, he just did. And now he's spearheading this um, summer game event. And what it is, it's like a summer-long E3. Like Pretty much every month in the summer, there's going to be a new event. Like You have EA play, all that shit. And the summer game event is actually going to premiere this month on the 22nd. Oh, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to... We're going to actually see this, and I actually think it's a pretty cool idea. It's an entire summer of like new game titles getting shown, all that stuff. Like It gives all the developers a chance to individually show their own stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of trying to compile it into E3 event. We had like a four-day event, and you just got You have a whole stretched summer out. stretched out, yeah. What were we going to say? Uh, it says here that there will be multiple summer game fest events in May. There was one in May. I don't remember that. May, June, July, and August. What the fuck? Where? The one in May was Microsoft. Was it? Their disappointing Xbox thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, there was the Unreal Five, Unreal Engine Five, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Ghost of Tsushima, that, that gameplay reveals part of it. League of Legends, Valorant, that's it. That's the recap. Oh, dude. I forgot about Valorant right now. That should have been a topic. Let's let's talk about Valorant instead of this event. This event's going to be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know much about it either. but <laughs> So Valorant is a free-to-play hero shooter. It's kind of like a cross between Overwatch and Counter-Strike Go. Hmm. And the game went live. They've had a huge hacking issue in the game. Mm. There's a lot of cheaters, and mm-hmm. they're they were using that um, what was that anti-cheat program? I brought it up last last oh, time on. we did an episode. And this anti-cheat program they have is very invasive. And it was causing a lot of issues on PCs. Like it would shut down someone's cooling system. I feel like you brought it up. I brought it up, but I didn't finish talking about it. Vanguard? Yeah, it's Vanguard, but it's... Oh, no. I talked about the one that was in Doom. (laughs) So Vanguard has been having a lot of issues. One of which, they're pretty serious issues. Like, they're always watching. They're always running on your PC and it's always looking at you, at everything on your PC and it it's been causing issues like fucking with the mouse turning your cooling systems and your fans off and um, basically I think there's even a case where someone's PC got locked because of it Jesus Christ and they were like oh yeah we, we want to prevent cheaters but even still with this anti-cheat thing that they got going on cheaters are still flooding this game <laughs> And the game apparently has got very mixed reviews. Like some people like it, some people really don't. But the biggest issue I've seen is the store. And the store is selling weapon skins. And you're looking at bundles for like, like look at the ratio of how many V-Bucks. I'm going to call them V-Bucks. I don't know what they're really called. But 
you have this in-game currency, this premium currency. In order to buy these skins, you have to pay real money for them. Mm. And the bundle for these skins was $75 to $120 for these weapon skins. Jesus. And if you and you can buy them individually, and they're like eight to twelve dollars for like mediocre little skins for like blue red with a rabbit on it. And like the premium skins are more expensive. Hmm. And like the bundle itself, I looked and it was like a hundred some dollars. Is this like, game free? Yeah, it's a free to play game. Hmm. But the thing is, it's like the microtransactions in the store, like your only options to get the amount of money to pay for the bundle, it's a hundred bucks. So you're like, <clears throat> essentially you're spending a fuck ton of money for just like colorful guns. Like why? Yeah, no. So mm. the store in this game is a huge issue. I can't even see it on their website. It was kind of like at one time when Apex Legends had that, oh, that Royal really... Crown event mm-hmm. or whatever it was called. And uh, it was like, in order to get that axe, you can only earn, I want to say it was like, what, seven loot boxes by playing, and you needed to earn like 20. Something like that, yeah. And the only way that you can get all of them is by buying the rest. And you're looking at spending $200 just to get this melee weapon. Because you had to get all of the loot boxes. You couldn't just unlock it. You had to buy these loot boxes to earn. To, and the worst part was when you unlocked the axe, which was the melee weapon, mm. you had to actually pay for that with real money. So you paid to unlock the ability to pay for it. So it was like over $200 Jesus. in total. And that caused such a huge problem that they eventually pulled that. They backtracked from that a lot. Mm, I can't find info, like direct info, like without watching a video. I, as far yeah, as the I, was, store. I saw it on Angry Joe's Angry Rant. That's like about. the first video that comes up. So what's next? Uh, mixer. That's it. Yep. So <clears throat> unless you've been living under a rock or in self isolation as a daily life, we had a pandemic this year for a few months, and during those few months. A lot of people took advantage of streaming video games and taking to Twitch and all that stuff. So if you're familiar with Twitch, then you probably are familiar with Mixer. Or not. Or not. So there's a Twitch streamer named Ninja who Mixer gave him like some kind of like $10 million deal to leave Twitch and go to Mixer. And he took that deal. The problem is... Even during this pandemic, Mixer's not doing too hot. Let's put it in perspective this way. Twitch had a 200% increase in Twitch viewership. Facebook had like a 115% increase in in viewership for streaming. Mixer had a 0.02 increase in, in their viewership. God damn. So... To think that 
a platform like that, especially during the time that it was, like you would think the most optimal time when people are going to watch shit is during this. Their viewership during this whole pandemic was like probably close to, I want to say like a week's worth of Twitch viewerships or even a day. Like Twitch got more viewers in a day than they did during the whole pandemic. That's insane. I mean, this already shows that it was a really fucking uphill battle. This is ours. Well, okay, let me just put it this way. Um, As far as hours watched per platform in the third quarter of 2019, so Twitch was 75% of all gaming streaming. Next was YouTube with 17.6, then Facebook with 3.7, and then Mixer at 3.2%. It's like bottom of the, the heap. Have you ever tried using Mixer? Nope. I have. And I didn't like it. <laughs> it's not very user friendly. I, it, it's like, I it took me, I was fucking with it for like an hour. And I figured out how to stream, but I couldn't figure out how to like look at my stream. Mm. So, the user interface, at least from when I was playing on it, was very confusing than that of like Twitch. Twitch is very simple. You can find shit easy. Mixer is very obscure mm. and much different than Twitch. Let me see what it's like. So Ninja it makes me question how Ninja's doing because if the viewership in total is that low, right? Ninja probably isn't doing too hot because of this fact. Like, this guy was one of the top streamers on Twitch, if not the top streamer on Twitch. I don't know, Shroud's on Mixer, too. And now, he this dude's on fucking Mixer. No one's watching Mixer. So it's like, he's probably lost a lot of money from doing this. See, yeah, the, these numbers are fucking pathetic. The top categories, so you got Call of Duty Warzone, that is like the top viewed thing. It's only 6,821 viewers right now. That's it? That's it, right now. How much on Twitch? Probably tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. I would say 100,000 at least. Twitch... Hundred twenty nine thousand. And how much one mixer? You said like six. Six. <laughs> that's pathetic. That's that's a fraction of a percent mm-hmm. of what. How the fuck is someone streaming The Last of Us Part Two on Mixer? I guess you can stream whatever. It's not. It's Microsoft's streaming service, but it's not. I guess. If you got the Delgado or whatever. YouTubers that I'm following are streaming Last of Us 2. No, I'm saying on Mixer. Oh, yeah. If you have a, a capture card. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're on. Yeah. Stream your fucking Sega Genesis. Yeah, so I don't think Ninja's doing too hot. 
Let's see how he's doing. How the fuck do you even search on here? Browse, right? Browse. Excuse me while I stuff my face with Doritos. Ninja. He's not online right now. Would you? No one's fucking watching. I mean, he's got 3.1 million followers on here. He's got 67 million total views since August of last year. That's it? 67 million? I feel like he would have gotten a lot more than that on Twitch. Yeah. Here's the thing here's the thing about Mixer. They saw a spike in viewership and users when the pandemic started mm-hmm. and when Ninja switched. But the thing is, what's going on is that people would go to Mixer, create an account, maybe watch a little bit, and then fuck off from it. Mm. God, Fortnite's not even close. Like, it's. Fortnite's not top of the streaming anymore. Like, it's not. For anything? I mean, it's not on Twitch, because, like, top game is Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that, too. <clears throat> then The Last of Us 2. Then Just Chatting. Then Grand Theft Auto 5. Then Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Then League of Legends. And then Fortnite. Fortnite used to fucking dominate Twitch. For a long time, too. Where's the fuck? Apex isn't even like... It's kind of sad that... Apex was like top for a long time. If not close, like a close second. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he... I mean, he's not regretting it because he got 10 fucking million dollars. Yeah, but I mean... He probably could make more because he's making half a million a month on Twitch. Which is unbelievable to me. Well, it doesn't... It's He fucking worked for it. Like, he had to work for it because he was playing like 16, 17 hours a day. He's basically playing... Was he a student during this or something? You'd think you'd no, have... that was... He committed to it. I'm sure it shit was rough at first. I can't afford to commit to something like that. No. Not right now. No. No fucking way. If I lived at home, sure. Too much on the line. Yeah, I got a house. I got a car. I got... I don't have any kids, but you do. And... there, Yeah, there's way too much to lose to... Just give it up like that. That's like with me with music right now. Like Tony asked me, he said, if you had a choice bet- between being a like a famous like game streamer, mm-hmm. content creator, or a famous musician, what would you be? I said musician. And the reason why is because there's a huge demand for these streamers to continuously put out content all Just the time. All the, yeah, it's like you're playing all fucking day. But, there, these people. but there's no pressure for a musician to put out new songs all the time. Nope. I mean, you can, but you don't have to. Like, your new album can be a couple years or a year after, you know, you, you put out a new album, 
You do a tour for about eight months. You take a few months off. You start working on a new one and then rinse and repeat. And that's it. Like there's no demand. And the other thing about it is that when you write, when you make music, people will always go back to your music. No one's going to go back to your streams. No. You watch it one time. You watch it during or you watch it later. Like a highlight clip or some shit. That's even like YouTube content creators that like guys that we follow. When, mm-hmm. when they make new videos, it's like up-to-date information. You're not going to go back to it unless you're trying to reference something. Yep. Then you're just like, it's old news. Like it's not relevant anymore. So being a gaming content creator, yeah, there's a lot of money in it. But there's also a lot of fucking demand Oops. for you to continuously put shit out. And that's not something that I'm able to do. <clears throat> like if I, I even like on the, like my long streams would be on the weekend. And even then it's like I've wasted my weekend streaming. Hold up real quick. This is a more recent. This is from March. That last article was from fall of last year. This one is March of this year. You're too far away. This one's from March of this year, and it says that while Twitch is still the largest video game streaming platform, Mixer is apparently gaining ground. Total hours watched on Mixer rose 33% annually. That's when the pandemic started. Like right when it started, yeah. Um, and then afterwards, like... They kind of like, eh, this sucks. Well, at the end of it, when the numbers came out mm-hmm. of how much increase there was... Everybody else, look at all the percentage increase in viewership for all the other platforms and then look at Mixers. Like I said, like Mixers viewership, well, like hours watched, was a fraction of a percent of Twitch and Facebook. There's even other like streaming services that people were, I think there was like a mobile one somewhere mm. that people were streaming on that got more than Mixer did. Jesus. By a lot. Like it was like probably like ninety percent or some shit like that. <clears throat> ah shit! Like Layman Gaming mentioned, it was like a Streamlabs. Streamlabs had the had the numbers. Mm. Go to Streamlabs and try to find that data. Lick my ass, lick it. Like, go to the website? I guess, yeah. Go to Streamlabs. Like, Google Streamlabs and then go to their website and look at viewer percentages. Look up streaming service viewer percentage. Here, I can probably... I'll, yeah, do I'll, it. I'll, I'll help you. I'll, I'll, do you go over there on that one and I'll search what I was... So... How was your week? Uh, it's been all right. Yeah, you mine's know. been okay too. Can't wait for shit to go back to normal. I mean, they've never changed for me. I got my bike started. Did you? You know, I thought I'd be happier going back to work. Like it, it would it. Like, I would be more patient because I was like towards the end there. 
I was getting like real fucking irritated with people. And I went back and I felt, I feel like I'm more irritated with people than I was before. Just like the, the, the dumb shit I have to deal with. Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun. Here, let me look this up. Streamlabs 2020 live. Streamlabs stream. seems like it's a In like a program. Street. It is. Okay. Streamlabs and Stream Hatchet Q1 2020 live streaming industry report. <clears throat> okay. So Twitch reached all time highs for both hours watched, hours streamed on average CCV. Twitch surpassed 3 billion hours watched on the platform for the first time. That's this year, by the way. The average CCV on YouTube Gaming Live is at an all-time high, increasing it by 15.5% since the previous quarter. Year-over-year Facebook gaming experience massive increases. Hours watched (coughs) tripled. Hour stream doubled. Average CCV quadrupled. More users streaming on Mixer than Facebook Gaming and YouTube Gaming combined. Mixer also had the second most hours streamed, trailing by only behind Twitch. That doesn't make sense. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at total hours watched in 2020. Twitch, 65%. YouTube, 22%. Facebook, 11%. Mixer, 2%. Okay, so total hours watched in quarter one, 2020. Twitch, by... What the fuck does it say? I think that's a typo. It's got to be. It says 3,114.1 million. I feel like that is supposed to be a comma. Probably. That can't be right, though. Total hours streamed for YouTube. Wait, no, I'm taking that back. What is this? Total hours watched. Oh, this is minutes. Ah, fuck. I don't even know how to read this thing. Total hours streamed in quarter one, 2020. Twitch, 121.4 million. YouTube, 14.2 million. Facebook, 4.9 million. Mixer, 28.3 million. Okay, so here I'm looking at it like this. All right, so here's a graph, okay? It looks like Facebook and Mixer kind of never really went up. Mixer definitely never went up from what it looks like on this graph. Okay, unique channels. Mixer was in second place. So 55% more increase in channels on Twitch. 36% on Mixer. 1% Facebook, YouTube Gaming on 8%. Okay. Total hours streamed. Twitch, 72%. Mixer, 17%. 3% Facebook, 8% Gaming on YouTube. Total hours watched. Mixer is in the bottom. No one's, it was 2% increase for Mixer. 
65% increase for Twitch, 22% increase for YouTube, and Facebook was 11% increase. Oh, never mind. Here, I'm trying to go down here. I'm going down a mixer. I think I passed it. Mixer. While Microsoft's Mixer may be trailing behind other streaming platforms in terms of hours watched, many creators are still streaming on the platform. <laughs> Mixer is in second place when it comes to hours streamed, trailing only behind Twitch. What's more, the platform recently received a substantial website refresh and a new Xbox experience, which could help increase their numbers in the coming months. Total hours watched on the platform decreased by 7.3% compared to the previous quarter. So I'm looking at this. At the peak of quarter one, okay, quarter one, 2020, Mixer had 81,372,591 hours watched in quarter one of 2020. <clears throat> Now, that sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. Let's look at Twitch. Total hours watched on Twitch, quarter one of 2020. 3,114,069,793. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Mixer ain't doing too hot, homie. No. In fact, I feel like there's no catching up. Quarter four of 2019 for Mixer. Their hours watched went from 87,820,083 to 81 million. Mm. And then some change. In fact, during the whole quarantine, their their hours watched only increased by six hundred thousand hours. They they like that whole quarantine. They had a six hundred thousand hour, six hundred thousand hours watched increase during that when everyone else had hundreds of millions. Yeah. So Mixer isn't being watched, bro. Nope. Ain't no one got time for that shit no more. So. Feel bad. And at the same time, I'm I'm a poor person, so I don't feel bad for rich people. No. Nah. But uh, all right, man. It's almost eleven o'clock. You want to wrap this up? Yes. Yeah, we're it. we're hitting that two and a half hours now, longer than last time. Not nearly as as funny. Uh, well, there's a lot of news to cover. There was a lot of news to cover, and that's because no one streamed last or no one. I was gonna do a solo episode, a short one. Mm -hmm. Do a news dump so that we can fuck off for an episode. So. Next time. Well, I forgot to. I forgot to do an episode myself. Well. You can do another, you know, if you want to do a, you know, a. A live episode? 
a live episode or if you want to do like a solo short one or whatever and then the next time we can just fuck off because there's probably not going to be i can't imagine there being this much news the next time well let's think of what's going on next week is there anything coming up like coming up next week in our lovely gaming industry well whatever that thing that summer whatever summer games fest is on monday, monday. yeah it starts besides monday. that i had no fucking nothing no releases. Nope. We could give a Last of Us Two review. We could, yeah. Like a personal review. Oh, speaking of reviews, uh, I said I was gonna watch Uncut Gems and review it. Did you watch it? Not all of it. I not, watched not it. Yet. Um. You want my opinion on it? Let me just say first. I don't know how you feel about it, especially in the beginning. That loud ass fucking music. Oh my god, Stephanie was like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself right now. I dude, I don't know if the point was to give you anxiety, but it works. You wanna know a movie that apparently entices anxiety or incites anxiety? Um The Killing of a Sacred Deer on Netflix. It's got Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell in it. I don't think I've heard of that. It's I'm going to say this. I'm willing... I think A24 Studios purposely makes god-awful movies. because, And then, then try to pass it off as artsy-fartsy bullshit. Yeah. Every movie I've seen from that studio has fucking sucked. And every time that Stephanie puts a movie on, the second A24 comes on, I check out. <laughs> and she's like, you haven't even seen it yet. I'm like, no movie that's come out of that studio is good. <laughs> And she's like, you don't know that. I'm like, have you seen The Witch? Yeah. Did you like it? No, I thought it sucked. A24 Studios, babe. I can name several other ones. Um, But there is a movie that is real good. King of Staten Island. I was very surprised by what, King... What about The Lighthouse? That's A24. Yeah, that sucked too. Did it? No, dude. It was It was weird and it sucked. I couldn't... Like it was another one of those movies where it just drives you nuts because of how bad it is. Because you're just like, <clears throat> they call it like one of the scariest movies out, and you're like, what? What about the Disaster Artist? The Disaster Artist? I can't remember which one that one is. That's the one where it's based on the making of the room. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's on Netflix. See a lot of is it really? It's on Netflix now, yeah. I feel, I, okay, so another one, Swiss Army Man, was weird, but I kind of enjoyed it. Is it A twenty four? Yeah, yeah. That one, I that one was one hundred percent weird on purpose. Oh yeah, for it wasn't sure. trying to be artsy fartsy. It was just no, trying it was to be comedy. weird and silly. It was a, yeah, it was a comedy. Which I was watching it and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? The entire time. Yeah, and Stephanie couldn't get into it. Oh no. Definitely. But I did see King of Staten Island. That was good? Oh, yeah. It's really good. It's just... I don't want to rent it. Go to a, go to soaptoday.im and watch it for free. On my computer? Yeah. You're going to have to fight a couple pop-ups, but yeah. I don't watch movies on my computer. Why? Because I watch them on my TV. Do you have a smart TV? Can you search the web on your TV? Like a browser? No. Oh, I can. <laughs> you got a newer TV than I do. 
That's true. But, yeah, so... Ooh. Okay, this is one I haven't seen yet, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Ex Machina? Wait, that's an A24 movie? Apparently. That is actually a good movie. I enjoyed it. So Okay, so they have a few good ones. A lot of the shit that they put out seems like garbage. Majority of the shit they put out is garbage. And, and it kind of bothered, with Uncut Gems, it kind of bothered me how Adam Sandler was talking. He has kind of like, like a weird... Jewish? He's got like a weird, yeah, weird fucking accent. I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, I didn't see the ending coming, and I'm like... I haven't finished it. I think I've got like 40 minutes left. So I'm going to finish it. Serena hated it. You'll, you'll hate it, too. I guarantee it. So but far, I'm not into it. The thing, the thing with King of Staten Island, Pete Davidson, never been a fan of his. Hmm. I found him annoying. Not in this movie, but I found him annoying. His stand-up wasn't funny. His stand-up isn't funny. Him on, he's, him on SNL annoys me. And But this movie, it was like... I found him pretty funny in the movie. I was like... When I saw him in the movie, the first thing I thought was like, you should be doing this. Right. You shouldn't be doing stand-up in SNL. Like You should be doing movies. Judd Apatow movies? Now, it's hard to say because this could be one of those one-off situations because the movie's about, you know, kind of like a a 20-some-year-old guy, guy in his late 20s, who is troubled because dad was a firefighter, died in fire, Mm -hmm. and just never was able to connect and stuff it was very distant from people and used his and used his humor and his shitty tattooing to like you know to substitute a personality mm. he didn't know how he doesn't know how to express himself but the thing is Pete Davidson's dad really was a firefighter who died in 9/11 and that and I feel like that's why he was able to do this because a lot of the was, situations in, his, in this movie was, was, real. was emotion. It, I, f- I know for a fact it was real. There's even Steve Buscemi directed this movie. Did he really? Yeah. And he's in it. I thought it was Judd Apatow. I'm sorry. You're right. Judd Apatow directed this movie. Steve Buscemi's in it. He's the fire chief. Mm. And Steve Buscemi used to really be a firefighter. Right. And when 9-11 happened, he was still an actor, and he went back to his fire station that he left to like help out or to whatever. help them during 9-11. So there's a moment in the movie where Steve Buscemi was like, you know, talking about his dad, saying like, you know, they were t- they had like this moment mm-hmm. where you can tell that the moment they were having was a real moment that they just captured. And it just it was it was weird to me because it was like I actually felt it. Mm-hmm. I was like I almost had this weird emotional feeling. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, they're talking about his dad for real. Like even though I'm sure Steve Buscemi didn't really know his dad. Right. But the fact that they were both firefighters and his dad died during 9/11 and Steve worked during 9/11. I'm sure he lost people. Yeah, and he could have he could have easily been talking about someone that he knew personally right. to incite his own emotion. And then Pete talking about his dad. And then there's a part where he looks at his mom. He's like, where he, he says it for the first time. He's like, I really miss dad. 
And then you can just tell that he's like about to really cry talking about it. So it was, and Bill Burr did a good job too. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's one of the main characters. The guy dating his mom. Mm. But honestly, you got to see it. It's a really good movie. I have to check it out. was really hoping it would be good. Like when I saw the trailer, I was like, I really hope this is a good movie. If it's not a good movie, I'd be pretty upset. Even though I don't like Pete Davidson. But that... That's kind of what's been keeping me away because I don't really care for him. He nails it. And okay. that's... I'll take your word for it. Oh, and like I said, he's actually funny in it. Like, there are moments where you're just you're like... You can't help... Because he has like... He just has this like, sla- like sarcastic dark humor. Mm-hmm. To where it was just like... Oh, fuck. <laughs> But yeah, it is good. All right, dude. Let's wrap this up. It's 11 o'clock now. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Enter for your chance to win a free Last of Us 2 copy. And I'm so excited to buy it for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but I am. I I mean, uh, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to do giveaways and shit like that to um, promote. Promote and get people to like be interested in what we talk about even though sometimes yeah some episodes are probably more boring than others but that's just the nature of the beast and that's like every podcast like no episode is not every episode is going to be a fucking gem you know right so we hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend um by the time you guys hear this it'll be monday so, so sucks to suck week. bitch have a good week i work too so yay for me anyway have oh. a good one guy. what and happy father's day yeah, happy daddy day to all you daddies. Good job for not pulling out. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.